Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you do my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another episode of 42 Level 1. I am one of your hosts, Alison Kennedy. This is episode 299. I've got a bit of a sore throat coming on. <laughs> I really do. Uh, here with me, as always, the Twilight Princess Vault Games himself. Mr. Adir Um Two seconds. <laughs> we discovered this last week. Um, yeah, the wee went into a cold, and then Tash got a cold, and like I was like, ah, I've got the best immune system, and now I've got the worst cold. So... <laughs> Like a so fisherman's was, friend, I've got like that. a <laughs> lemon throat spray and this um, first defense vix stop your cold and it tracks stuff. <laughs> Do you know, fisherman's friend, like I always thought it was dodgy because, like, why? Because they sold it in like, the little tins and it only they only seemed to sell it in like, yeah, when I was wee, it was this mystery, it was like. No one ever bought them. None of your pals ever talked about getting a packet of Fisherman's Friends. Occasionally, like, you'd be at somebody's house and a grandpa would pull out one out of the pocket and you'd be like, ah, he's good drugs. Like, <laughs> like, it was so weird. I know what you mean. Like, they were always sitting in the counter of the shops, like, underneath the chewing gum, never with the chewing gum. And it's always like, are these sweets? Do fishermen buy them? Are, can normal do, people buy these? They do sell them in, like, in fish shops. So, like, you know, like, a shop that yeah. would sell, like, fishing rods and stuff like that. Like, because, you know, I always see them, because I used to go in with my dad when he was buying, like, fishing tackle and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. and you'd always see them there, but, like, he wouldn't buy them. He would buy, like, th- normal boiled sweets, <laughs> not, like, I think I, I think it's obviously because the fisherman's friend helps clear out your desk because the sea air can, like, make it really cold or whatever, or tight, or I don't know. I don't know what it's for, but they, 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 the only reason I buy them, they don't taste good, is they work. You buy a packet of lockets and it's effectively like sh- extra sugary sweeties these days. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, There's no actual real medicine in them. There's like, no. <laughs> like 0.5 milligrams of a paracetamol. Yeah, and that's it. Whereas, <laughs> like, I just buy, see, when I'm feeling out, I don't buy like the cool looking or nice tasting if possible. I'm like, Nope, nope, give me the Cavosia, nope, give me that thing, give me the stuff that looks like bleach, uh, anything that <laughs> looks like that's going to work, like the stuff that's like raspberry kiss flavoured throat sweets, it's like, they're not going to work, they're honestly never going to work, or like, the extra flavoursome blah blah, it's like, no, 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 <laughs> nothing that looks like a packet of sweets. Some of them will work as like a placebo type thing, if you take them, you'll be like, oh, I feel better. Yeah, no, I need the actual medicine. Like, this first defence stuff does kind of make you feel a wee bit dizzy. I don't imagine you could drive heavy machinery with this. <laughs> it doesn't Do even tell you what's in it. Drive 
machinery while eating Fisherman's Friend. <laughs> no, that, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> See, that's one thing that always confused me about, like, if you were a boat driver, obviously, like, you need some sort of license to drive a fishing boat, but, like, if I went a out boat, tomorrow and a bought... Boat a, driver. a boat driver. Yeah, but if I went, if I went out and bought a, a boat tomorrow, like, you, you can drink and drive them things. Like, what what's that all about? Like, why is no one testing? I know the water's big and it's different, but... I don't know. I think, like, I think to, it's because there should be something. I think it's because of the amount of money that you have to spend to buy a boat. Like, I mean, a boat you're talking like a, pro- a proper boat you're talking that will go fast and that you're talking like 10, 20 grand easy. Right. So, like, if you've Imagine got that I kind of money, though. you've got that kind of money to like spend on a boat. Like, yeah. chances are that you know how to drive the boat. <laughs> yeah, but what if I didn't? What if I won so, the lottery? And I, do you know what I would do? I'd go out and buy a boat. And I don't know how to drive a boat. Right, but so I mean, who's who's going to prove that I can buy that boat? Like, does the boat salesman like go, hmm, can I see your license? And I'm like, I don't have a boat license. <laughs> like, do they just go, your car and just push it through, push it through? Yeah, they, they'll be like, yeah, just, uh, well, you got you got a driver's license? Yeah, yeah. ah, that'll be fine. <laughs> what if It'll I didn't? <laughs> like, how does it work? I want to go to a boat sales garage and yeah. speak to a boat salesman. <laughs> do you want to take one of these out for a spin? I'm glad you asked. The answer is yes. <laughs> If uh, yeah. if there are any, I don't know if you can test drive a boat. To be honest, like, well, why wouldn't you be able to test drive a boat if you wanted to buy a boat? I mean, sure, I a test sale. They, they would probably know. Like as soon as you walked up, you'd be like, "Can I test drive a boat?" They'd be like, "No." <laughs> no, but I'm not going to go in like the Neds and tune the fact like, "Can we test buy the Ferrari F three five five? I don't believe you have the funds, sir. What if I walked in and went, "I'm interested in buying a boat," and they're like, "All right, what sort of boat would you like?" And I'm like. Just pirate ship, not, not something too flashy. No, if I said a pirate ship, they'd know I was at it. But that that would be what I was thinking. But if I say nothing, just just a boat, like <laughs> any boat, that'll do. Nothing wooden. <laughs> do you know my yeah. my dad actually used to have a boat? Like, well, there uh, you go. How yeah. did your dad go about it? Did he go to the boat salesman? Like was no, he... no, he bought it off of somebody that he knew that was selling a boat. <laughs> But then, how did you take it in the water? Like, the, don't think he ever the took boat, it in the water. It sat in the, the back Coast garden, Guard. and it was a bird bath basically for uh, about five years. Right, <laughs> like, I mean, right. Yeah. you bought it for about hundred quid or something like that. Because <laughs> you can, you can also buy a car privately without a license as well. So that doesn't answer my question. Where would you buy a boat anyway? Like an air, the marina. Yeah, they don't sell boats down there, do they? Trun, well, Trun, they probably would. Yeah, yeah, they do. But like, they're kind of uppity folk down there. Yeah, well, I might put on a suit and tie and just go go drive up to Trun. You need to put on no. You need to put on a, a suit, a pirate outfit, a, like a sailor outfit. No, no, no. With a, <laughs> boat with shoes a blue, on, a blue shirt untucked at one side with the buttons yeah. undone, undone right down to your chest, and right. a pair of sunglasses hanging from the inside of the shirt. Right, and That's like cream, 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 cream trousers, like cream trousers with boat <laughs> yeah. shoes on, with yeah, no socks. It's, it's like back here. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that then. I sure look. Yeah. And then just go here. I'm in the market for a boat, and they'll probably go. We can see that, sir. What sort of <laughs> boat would you like? And then I go. I don't know. What have you got? And they start showing me the boats, and I go for a medium sized boat. And then I'm like, so I'm just all right to take this. Then I like I don't know how it works. Like technically, you... I could could I drive from Trun in the boat down to Air and like park it and then get out like. Who owns the water? Like, do you have to pay like a parking fee or like? Nobody, nobody like owns the water. The water's like a yeah. kind of free market essentially. Like, so you can just tie up your boat. Fine. 
Um, no, but like if you're going to dock it somewhere, then yeah, you'd have to like tell that. Yeah, but what if I didn't dock, dock it, it and I just like what, just let brought, it bought my own boy? No, you buy a boy, you tie right. it to the boy, right, and then you put your cover over it, <laughs> and then you get your wee canoe and paddle back or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it would work. I, I want you to win the lottery just so you can buy a boat and just go out there and see what happens. <laughs> Should I make a, a, a vlog with it? A vlog, a vlog and just, yeah. see, and just <laughs> this is Ali's boat shopping day. Be out there for 10 minutes and the Coast Guard will come and go like, excuse me, what are you doing there? <laughs> what? I'm just... Driving my my boat mate Andy <laughs> told me that nobody owns the water, so I'm just <laughs> driving a bit my boat. Why have you got a canoe on it? So that when I park it here, I can go home. <laughs> What's tying your boy down? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> this treasure chest. Boofed. <laughs> That's true. This treasure chest full of, full of gold bars. But no, I'd like it. Like I know that that's a, like that's a troubling situation I'm never going to come across. But how how would it work? Who who decides? But then they let they let you take kids out of the hospital once you've had one. Not any kids, obviously. You're allowed home with your own child without a license or anything. I mean, once you once you own it, then I suppose you could do what you want with it. But yeah. <laughs> So there's no there's no laws of the the ocean. There's no like oh, you're speeding in the coast guard. Like, oh, do you know how fast you were going there, sir? And I'm like, sorry, I was just out of my boat. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe there'll be a speed limit on your boat. Like it will only go up to like so many knots. Yeah, but I mean, what if? Well, obviously my car does the same. But I can break a speed limit. My car is. Do they yeah. sit at the side of? Do they sit at the side of the water in the <laughs> boat with their speed gun waiting and like rogue boats going past? <laughs> No, I think the 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 thing is with, on a boat is a bit different. Like if you because if you're going too fast and like the, a wave hits you the wrong way, then it's going to capsize mm. you and your boat will sink and then you've just lost yes. your boat and you'll die. Well, so. that well that's it. So who who's there to decide that I'm safe enough to drive? Uh, you you have to police yourself with that. I think. You think? I think so. So I does know, it work the same for a tank? Like, could I just go and get a tank? Um, no, you have to have like no. a. You have to have like a driver's license. An army for that. Right. <laughs> you have to have an army. You have to own have a country. <laughs> I mean, you could buy a, an old de- like decommissioned tank, like for sure. You point? can't drive uh, it. You can't drive it on the road. I might as well just buy a, a photo of it if it's a decommissioned <laughs> tank. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't drive a tank on the road anyway, even if it's like a decommissioned one. Like even if it Why? drives. Well, you, what if I needed to get to the shops? It doesn't go fast enough. It's like. If you drove it in the road, you'd be like, I've seen fast tanks. I've seen fast tanks on the internet. It's like, like I mean, you you know how a tractor is. Yeah, you know so how slow that is when you get stuck behind one. Tank is lost. So probably, but what if I got a slightly faster tank? And I was just like, then the police pull me over. Where you going? I put my head out with my goggles, like old school Captain America. <laughs> put them on top of my hat, and I'm like, just just going to Tesco's, mate. No, I, do you know you just drove over a roundabout and I'm like it's pretty dark uh, can't you see much <laughs> just off to war mate off to war <laughs> just off where you going I'm off to war what one don't know any like, like, have you got a war Kick me in the direction <laughs> I just pop up and go mate I'm a kill street what driving a tank or uh, but yeah, and telling them you're on a kill streak, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, well, what if they wouldn't know what you meant, they're like, you're going to kill people under arrest. Like, <laughs> aye, all right, I would probably wouldn't say that. If I said I'm going to Tesco's, I need to get some petrol, or it's probably diesel for a tank in it. Yeah, it's not going to be petrol. 
So I'm just I'm just off to the petrol station. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the police would do in that situation? Can you step out of the tank, please? <laughs> <laughs> Turn off the engine. Show me your license. Do you have a tank license? Do you have a permit for those weapons? <laughs> it's not. It's 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 not a real way. It's just a big giant telescope I've turned it into so that like when I go long road trips and I pull it aside the road I can look at the stars. Mm. Like you have like a wee bed in there so you yeah. can sleep. Yeah. Just a travelling tank <laughs> I don't think really wish they bought a boat and <laughs> Like as soon as the police pull you over, like, what are you doing, sir? Wishing I bought a boat. <laughs> yeah. I'm on a way to swap this for a boat, would you believe? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, moving on from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start the show with Big Screen, Wee Screen. This is the part of the show where we talk about all the TV and all the movies we've watched this week. So, I want to talk about some news, Andy, that, mm-hmm. that that's kind of TV-related. So, spoilers, but it's The Walking Dead, so who cares? You know, I gave up on The Walking Dead in season three. Watched a bit of Fear of the Walking Dead. It was all right, but it's not. It's not really for me. I enjoy the. Comic. This this some some of this news interested me this week because they announced that even though Andrew Lincoln has left The Walking Dead, he's he's only left the TV series. They're doing a trilogy of Walking Dead movies with Rick as the main character. Yep. Now that's crazy. Like the way they were going was like. Rick wanted to leave because he didn't like the direction they were taking. And now they're doing the Walking Dead movies, which I assume will be canon to the TV show. Yep, they will. Right, so they're not like a, a fresh start or anything. So, so, so why why couldn't they just made like a mini spin-off series? <laughs> I don't like, know. I mean, I mean, that's kind of what it know? is. Like, but but it's made into movies. How exciting are these? I'm like, like I know what you've said about the Walking Dead, but these kind of interest me. So. How exciting are they going to be? Do you think they've saved all the good stories for three movies? Or like, I know we just talked about this last week. I mean, I think they could maybe make it a bit more... I don't know, maybe use a bigger budget. They could tell a better story in an hour and a half rather than 40, 50 minutes. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's not that much. It's two episodes, basically. If you did a double episode, then there's like a movie. Like, if they do hour and a half long movies... <laughs> What's what's the point in this though? What do you see as point in this? And like, do you know, is it not kind of confused you as what the guy Andrew Lincoln's thinking? Because Andrew Lincoln's thinking, <laughs> but it's like, if you want to leave a TV show, why would you then go on to do three spin-off movies like yeah, of like, the for, TV show? I mean, for me, I thought he was like what he was d- wanting to be done with the character so he could move that's on and more do or less what he said. Yeah, but that's uh, more or less what he said. I think mon- I think money talks in this type of instance, so they've went. Like, so do you think okay. they panicked on his way out the door and went, "Okay, how's this for one last offer? You don't have to do the TV show anymore, but we do three movies, and here's your paycheck." And he's looked at it and went, "Okay, I'll." Yeah, so I think with the with the TV show, like you're probably talking six months worth of filming, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I guess, like for that that kind of number of episodes with a with a movie deal, like for each movie, he's going to be probably talking a month or two months, maybe. Of, and of a much bigger paycheck, and probably like a bigger paycheck. Now these are are not like uh, they're not cinema release movies. They're going to be like on the TV show. They're like on the still, TV channel. So. Still, still like classed as a movie, so you're people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll they'll pay him more, and he's the he's going to be the only like big star in it. Essentially, they might have cameos from like the other people come in, maybe, but 
he's going to be like the big star of it. And obviously with the TV show, they're moving away from him now and like focusing on some of the other characters. So like I would imagine that the that Daryl will probably end up being the leader now of the the TV show. The kind of lead mm. sort of character that people connect with because he's one of the only other ones that's been there since like the beginning. The beginning, yeah. Because yeah. like all the other people have kind of joined in. Because uh, the other one, uh, they, they didn't make any fuss about this whatsoever. Like, because they made a big fuss about like Rick it being Rick's last episode and leaving and that. It was also Maggie's last episode, <laughs> and they never made any fuss about it whatsoever. Like, it was just kind of like as an aside. Oh, by the way, like Maggie's not going to be back on the show either. And like, okay. Do you think, like, that? that's the crazy thing, though, like, obviously those actors were getting fed up, that's what we guessed, like, the story wasn't going anywhere, they don't really have an ending in sight, or they maybe have an ending, but they're stretching it out, and it's, it's probably, like you said, money talks, but for me, it's like, why would you do that, though? I suppose, though, for three months more film, and it's like half a season, you've got three movies, they'll release them over the course of a year, and... Well, I think that I think that like it'll be maybe one movie a year is would be my guess. Um, oh one, yeah, and they could fit them in between seasons. So I can't wait for the Rick yeah. movie. Yeah. So and and obviously in between that time, like like uh, Andrew Lincoln can go and do whatever other projects he wants and do different roles. Because um, it was a total cop out from what I read about how he died or didn't die. Actually, he get yeah. rescued at the last minute by a helicopter. Insert random plot MacGuffin to keep Andrew Lincoln alive. Pretty much, but I mean, they did tease like that there was like a helicopter about, um, maybe I don't know, maybe five six episodes ago. So they kind of teased it then, and uh, we don't really know what the people are that have rescued him. We don't really know much about them, to be honest. So but he's be been in- rescued, and he's going to survive enough for three films anyway. So yeah. But, but I mean, like I, I did think I thought they were going to kill him off, and it, until like <laughs> until like I've read the news of this, I was like, oh, okay, they're killing him off. But then <sighs> they obviously didn't kill him off. And I'm like, All right, fair enough. Well, the thing is, a lot of folk were saying where was Carl and his wife, and like a lot of folks, a lot of folk were saying oh, it's because they different schedules. Mm-hmm. But the the producer actually came out and said it's nothing to do with their schedules. It's because if he'd seen Carl and his wife, then that would have been him happy and accepting that he died, mm-hmm. but they showed instead people that inspired them to keep going along the way and yep. keep fighting and it, that was to show that he wasn't going to die and it was he was going to keep going because if he'd seen Carol and his wife and his daughter whatever as he was dying then that would be him accepting mm-hmm. death and mm-hmm. being with his family you know so yeah. that's what's going to happen in the third film no doubt the, uh, I did actually quite like the, the, the episode this week they, they like introduced some new like characters to it like right at the end of, of the episode as well like, that were just totally unconnected to anybody um, which is always interesting when you get like new folk coming in so it'll be has there be been any more Fear the Walking Dead like has the main the young guy from the Walking Fear the Walking Dead came in or anything yet or is that just no what they did is they crossed over the other way the you know Morgan that was in the show yeah so he's gone over into Fear the Walking Dead now yeah. Or oh, did he leave the group or something? Yeah, in that he, earlier he, season? Left, he left the group. Like it was earlier on this season, I think. But he left the the like Rick's group and he went over and he ended up like I don't know. I've not seen it yet, but like he ended up meeting up with the the Fear of the Walking Dead group and he's joined up with them now. So you have not seen like season two fully yet of that? What's it, season four now? Fear the Walking. I think so. Yeah. I don't think that will go on as long as The Walking Dead. Like, when do you think there's an end point for this? Season 10, season 12? Like, 
where they um, finish them. I don't know. I mean, like the the way they've set it up now, because like what they did at the end of this episode, which I think was really smart actually, is they they time jumped it about. I don't know. I want to say maybe four years. Mm-hmm. They jumped it like four years, so like uh, Rick's daughter Judith is now like kind of Carl's age from when Carl first was in the show, like a young sort of kid, and she's now like wearing the hat and all this, <laughs> like you know the, okay. the police hat, and she's got a gun and oh, like, yeah. shooting zombies and stuff, and just just like a wee young girl. Which I thought it was quite funny, um, and like some of the other characters, I've got like they had short hair before, now they've got really long hair, so like you can see there's been like I would say probably four or five year time jump. Um, which I think is, is good because we can see like how much the world has changed in that time and what what's happened. Because um, I think they needed to do something to just completely change it up from what it was. Refresh it, was just, it almost. Yeah, it was just getting really dreary every week. So uh, this is probably the best episode they've had in I don't know three years. <laughs> Easy since Negan came into it. Like the the best bit in the episode though was the scene with Shane. Like that that was my favorite bit in the episode. Because it was like a, it was like a dream sequence, but like she was telling him that uh, that Judith was his, was like Shane's daughter and all this, <laughs> like, right? And which has always been kind of like hinted at, hinted at, and <clears throat> like uh, from oh, like online and stuff like that. But no one's ever come out and went because we don't know, and there's no way for anyone to know. Um, there's no DNA test or anything like that. And even if there was, I don't think Rick would have done it. Like go on Jerry Springer and be like. Is she my daughter or Shane's daughter? <laughs> but, uh, but but yeah, like it was a cool it was a cool scene and it like see that fucking John Belfield man, he's an amazing actor. Like yeah, no. In that in that one. Did scene, they come like, back and do new scenes? Or? I well, I mean, it is a new scene. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's like a dream sequence scene. So like it's just him and uh, and Rick. Rick. In the police so car. Shane and Rick sitting in the police car and they're talking about like. When Rick got shot, remember before he at the beginning, before he went into yeah. the coma, like, yeah. and they were talking about like that situation and like how that's led to basically his life changing to what it is now. Oh, so it was like before Shane went mental. Yeah, it was, but but yeah, it was really cool to see like Shane back and like, <coughs> and, and that guy like outacted anyone in The Walking Dead at this point. Like his scene was really like quite powerful. <laughs> And the other ones are just like, yeah, okay. Because the other flashbacks, though, it was one with, like, Herschel, which was sad because, like, obviously the actor that played Herschel had uh, died since filming. He did. Yeah. So it was kind of sad, but it wasn't, like, a particularly great scene. But the Shane scene was really good. But, yeah, so The Walking Dead was was actually quite good this week for that alone. (laughs) It it, it always seems to be that, like, there's a mid-season one that's okay, the beginning's not bad, the end's good, and the rest's all just filler not. Yeah, but I mean, like the fact that they've look as if they've changed it up so much, I think is a big positive for the show, and hopefully, like from the next episode onwards, it will be like. Was that the final episode? No. Um, I don't. Was it? I don't know. Maybe it was the mid season. Not sure. I mean, that was only episode nine, so. Mid season then, so like. Mid season ish. Next part of the season should be a fresh start, and then what? Season ten's the next season next year. Yeah. Ten years of that show, man doesn't feel that old yeah it's wild like especially if you got into the comics like early like if you've got a fucking Walking Dead number one like comic book first print 
yeah that's worth a lot of money <laughs> and and something like that if the show goes on and continues to like in the, te- the the movies and stuff like that come out and like what they're doing is like they're expanding the universe so if they keep going like they're going like it's only going to get bigger and bigger so like that that comic book is just only going to keep going up and up and up in price so even at like 10 grand or whatever it is like that's quite a sound investment like you look at like look at what spider-man like first issue of spider-man's worth now like, yeah well amazing fantasy 16 is what you mean yeah, yeah, first appearance Spider Man, but like yeah, Walking Dead number one is the first appearance of like all 15. all the Walking Dead people. So, fifteen, fifteen. Okay, it was fifteen. Yeah. Um, I've got the Ultimate Spider Man issue. One. Um, it's worth a wee bit, but not as much as like normal Spider Man. Like, I get that comic they did years ago. Yeah, I mean, even that though, that that will go up in value. Like, say, like. When Miles Morales starts getting to be a bigger character in the, in, like when the it's not Miles Morales. It was the first ever Ultimate Spider-Man, oh, like sorry, from the yeah, year two thousand. That's the it's nearly Parker, twenty years it? old. Have yeah. you got the first like uh, Miles one? Yes, I've got like every version of that. <clears throat> like, who is Miles Morales? Like mm. um, the Black Spider-Man cover. I've got the like all the different variants of it as well. And then I've got the Amazing Spider-Man issue one where Spider Peter Parker came back, but that wasn't. Ultimate Universe. Hmm. I would say that um, the Miles Morales issue is probably going to be the the one that will be worth more, definitely. You think? It's not going to be Yeah, but once it's... Uh, <clears throat> once, like I say, once he starts becoming a bigger character, like once he's in the MCU and all that, like people are going to want Oh, he definitely will be. Because yeah, the, new, the news that I was reading was that um, Sony are rethinking their deal because Venom's made half a billion and they didn't expect yeah. it. And they're like... Well, we had this deal for like two or three movies, so we can easily take Spider-Man back and offer Tom Holland a deal here, which I would imagine they would do, whether Tom Holland would take it or not. But I can imagine Marvel counter and then going, okay, but we want Miles. There's going to be something like that. There's going to be something to keep them together. But then again, what if they say, well, what if we allow you access to this, but Spider-Man goes out as a Sony movie, but he still has his ties with MCU? Like, I don't know how that would work. What would happen then? Because Sony, they've they've signed a deal for, like, X-Men years, right? Hmm. So after that, if Sony say, right, we want Spider-Man back, it's ours now. What happens to Tom Holland? Has he signed a deal that he can only be Spider-Man for Disney, or...? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you'd have, I mean, you'd have to look at the contracts, but uh, I'd imagine, with knowing what Disney's like, they'll have it pretty much locked up for however long the like agreement. They need them for. Yeah, they want all the characters back. I mean, like they move with Deadpool because <clears throat> we'll talk about that as well, as well a wee bit. Because I don't feel we talk about it enough about TV and movie news, and there is quite a lot we share with each other. Um, we don't need to do it every week, but like um, once upon a Deadpool, it's like Deadpool PG thirteen version, which will be like twelve A over here, and it's all what was it seventy percent of the swearing and violence cut out or something like that or more, and new scenes have been filmed as well, which is weird. Yeah, I but that's definitely a move the... to bring them into. I think the new scenes that they filmed are mo- most of it is just one. It was all filmed in like one day. <clears throat> one day, yeah. Yeah, and it was with. It's uh, just violent scenes then. <clears throat> um, yeah, so I think what it is is like. So it's Brian Reynolds and. I forget the guy's name, but do you remember um, The Princess Bride? Yeah, vaguely. So you remember how it's the, the old grandpa and he's reading the story to the young boy in bed? Right, yeah. So they've set it up the same as that so i believe it's deadpool reading a story to like 
Fred Savage, that's his name. To, to a grown to a, no no to a grown up Fred Savage who was the young kid who was like so in bed he's the telling the story of Deadpool. So he's right. telling the story of Deadpool. So I imagine when there's like the big violent parts. Of the it will cut down telling the parts. It will t- either like give a description of the scene or or some funny like thing about it, something like that. And it, and at this part of the movie, Deadpool saved the day by blah 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 blah. Yeah, like he jumped on a unicorn and like or, or whatever happens. I don't know. I haven't seen it. And all Deadpool still pictures of it, but I'd imagine something like that to replace it. But. I'm actually quite interested to see this version of the movie to see what's happened because do you remember the last time I can remember this sort of stuff happening too was do you remember Robocop when it came out it became mm-hmm. so popular they wanted kids to buy the toys that they made like a PG a 12 a 15 mm-hmm. and an 18 version <laughs> yeah. I remember that is there not one um, cut Robocop where it's, he gets his dick blown off or he blows somebody's dick off yeah yeah <laughs> yeah there is like, that's not the cut that I saw when I was young I tell no, you that right now no <laughs> it wasn't the cut I seen either no no because um, I remember there's always a kid at school that claimed, "Oh, we've got the 18 version at home, and that's the one I've seen." I'm like, "No, you didn't. No, you didn't." <laughs> but no, um, it's 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 a strange move, but it obviously makes sense because it has to be kind of kid friendly to enable him to come in and recasting Deadpool at this point after the years it took to get him in, and those movies make money. Marvel will want Deadpool as part of the MCU now that they've got Fox, so. Doing this movie makes complete sense at this stage because then kids can go and see him, and then if he shows up. And the Avengers or whatever he shows up, then because Deadpool could show up whatever or like Deadpool three shouldn't be cancelled, one hundred percent shouldn't be. But if it gets brought out now, it'll be under the Disney banner, obviously, as of January. They own Fox, I think it is fully. Well, they own them now, so so their plans are in place. But I mean, the paperwork goes through in January, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean they like they haven't shot Deadpool three yet, so. Uh, yeah, but it'll be under the Disney mantle, and like, yeah, yeah. there's no way they're recasting Ryan Reynolds, who has been a supporter for Deadpool since the early 2000s when he played um, Wade Wilson, really well played Wade Wilson in Wolverine yeah. Origins, and um, he's loved that character since he was a teenager. He said, and he went and used his own money to like do test footage and stuff like that, and that's how this movie ended up coming out because he leaked the test footage that he was using mm-hmm. to shop around Fox, and because of the fan reaction, the movie got made. And what a fucking movie Deadpool is, and Deadpool Two is good as well. But Deadpool One was just the first one's always the best. Although I, would, I don't know, I, I would fully expect that um, if they do do like de- if one when, when they do the Deadpool Three, I um, mean if it is released under Marvel Studios or 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 Marvel whatever, because they might do like a sub one that's like, Marvel like, Knights or something, or yeah, something like that, Marvel Knights type thing. But I would expect that they'll do two cuts of the movie, so like one uh, like a red or like, do a fifteen version. Band. Yeah, so like a red, do a red band and a like a, a or, or they could like meet in the middle and do re- release it fifteen rated. Do you know what I mean? Because Ryan Reynolds, as much as he's like, I didn't want to do this cut. He's not going to say no to that Disney money if they say okay. We've had because I'm sure there's been a couple of Marvel films at fifteen before, hasn't there? Like MCU ones. Mm, no. Doctor 12. Strange, not fifteen. Was it all twelve? Yeah, I took Ben to can, see Doctor Strange. Like at the you, <laughs> you, you can push the 12 rating quite a bit these days yeah and I mean 12 like 12 doesn't really mean 12 12 is like 12 was it 12A so like it's 12 but if you've got an adult with you then you can see it like regardless yeah, so of what age you are see if they do a 12A then that kind of scots around it do you know what I mean and yeah. if they can get enough in it like without it having to be uber uber violent which Deadpool wasn't anyway do you know what I mean like all they need to do is like tone down a bit of the swearing and it wouldn't make much of a difference it, it, it'll definitely work yeah, but like I, mean, I cannot wait for it to happen because you know fine well like Deadpool's commentary on the snap 
like knowing about the snap and they'll talk about changing studios and everything you know that like that's the that's the thing that i quite look forward to about this movie coming out like once upon a deadpool is that i can take bethany to go and see that like no bother um because i mean she knows who deadpool is she's seen him in like cartoons and stuff like that and she's uh, read him in comics because in the there's comic no books, way you can watch she can watch that first or second movie no you, yeah. no exactly yeah but like she could read the comic book because like the violence is is cartoon it's total cartoon violence and all the swear words are all blanked out all of them like because they could all, easily like, do that for deadpool like put up a cartoon speech bubble of like boop yeah. like all the like emojis and stuff like that you know what i mean yeah so like, so I'm quite excited to uh, to see this movie because I've not seen Deadpool two yet. So I think that this could be a like an interesting way. Is this to Deadpool actually... one? No, it's Deadpool two. I thought it was Deadpool one. No, Deadpool two. Oh, that's a bit sh- strange then. I thought it was Deadpool one because why would you go to Deadpool two? Because then the kids are going to be like, "What happened in the first movie?" I would assume that they, it will be explained in the in this movie. What like they'll cover the first and second movie basically. Well, I'd imagine they'll give you a quick summary of what Deadpool is, which is kind of all you need out of the first movie, and then just move into it from there. But like, I, I have total faith that they'll have they'll have done a good job with like making a good cut of this. Because it's only allowed it to come out otherwise. Exactly, yeah, and it's only it's only like I think seven minutes shorter than the original Deadpool two movie. So they filmed enough footage to pad it out, and you know, yeah, because they'll, they'll need to be a lot cut out of this film. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so like I think this is going to be a really interesting way to experience it. Like, because I've never seen Deadpool two yet, then I'll just wait to see this version and see what it's like without having seen the. Original oh, you cut. should definitely check out the normal cut as well. Like, I, oh, no, I, I, like what I'll do <clears throat> is I will I will watch the the regular cut, but I'll wait now till after I've seen this movie. Ah, like uh, till okay. I, till I see the. Till That's I see a weird the yeah, but because they've announced this now, and like I will like I'll go and see this because like because Bethany will get a kick out of going, being able to go and see a Deadpool movie. Here's the thing, like Deadpool's only a fifteen, do you know what I mean? Like so obviously they can push the I thought it was an eighteen for some reason. Four Ks they left me. Both of them are fifteen, so like But like I can't take Bethany to go and see a fifteen at the cinema. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't think And also the content in that oh like there's no way that I could let Bethany see Deadpool one. No, yeah, especially with him and his girlfriend and starting yeah, but they could easily remove all that. Like that's what I mean. Like, see scenes like that don't really affect the movie. Don't take away. They don't add to the superhero plot of it. Mm. You know, there could be ways around that quite easily. They could just do the dating and stuff, and it would still work as a film. Um, but yeah, like the fact that it's fifteen, I, I think it'll fit in. Everyone on the internet that I was reading was like, "Oh, how's Deadpool going to fit with a family friendly?" It's clever, clever editing. But now fifteen, I mean, you can obviously push the boundaries of fifteen like extreme then yeah so like you must have to try really hard to get an 18 <laughs> yeah I think you do and it has to be really violent and overly gory and you have to say fuck like a certain number of times <laughs> like even at 12 I think you can say fuck once <laughs> like yeah you can these days but when yeah. we were younger there was no swearing at all on a 12 nah. not on a 12 no a 12 might have some like light violence and that would be it yeah like cartoon violence like fucking small soldiers a 12 <laughs> yeah it's a 12, but what? it's in the kids' section. See, if you see it these days, it's like, why wasn't this like a PG almost? Yeah. I think it's because like, the, the toys are firing like like fire arrows at people. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I've seen that in Canada, that film, at the cinema. 
But yeah, I, I, I didn't really watch anything else, just really The Walking Dead and The Good Place, but I imagine you'll talk about it anyway. Yeah, so um, obviously The Good Place, uh, this episode was great. Um, they went and met her mother and how, I met, how she met her mother. And her mum's like living other life with like this new family and it's, she's like a con artist obviously and stuff. And, but then it turns out she's really happy and she just leaves her. I really like the way this episode went. Like doing some more um Eleanor her name is in this. Mm. Yep. I keep saying Veronica Mars, but um Eleanor, <laughs> like she she goes and meets her like parents and it was a very heavy Eleanor focused episode, but then we had uh, what's her name? What's the posh girl called that goes? Yeah, her sister is. Um, she goes and tries to help her sister out. Um, was it was it last week that um, what's his name? Not Chidi. Uh, what's the that was the Chinese guy? Yeah, it was last week. He went to see his dad. I keep going to call him Ja Ja Ying because that's what his name was like when he was the Buddhist monk. But no, it, yeah, I loved how they changed him from like he's like a Buddhist monk who does not talk. And you to just these thought guys. that's how he was to this fucking like dumb like I don't know, I don't know what you call him dumb stoner what guy up, dog? <laughs> yeah but he just didn't speak because he didn't like her yep <laughs> donkey <Yeah>. dog <laughs> donkey dog he's my boy he's my son son <laughs> was that last week or this week that was, that last, was last week's week, wasn't it? yeah so mm-hmm. this week we got them and it's I, I really like the good place in the direction it's taken it's such a good show now like Season two was good as well, but like there was certain sections where it felt like, oh shit, we've got to make another TV show. Like it definitely felt like a one and done. But the directions it's taken is good. But I still, I'm still champing at the for them to get back to the fantasy style stuff of like mm. the good place or the bad place because we haven't seen that for weeks now, couple two three weeks now. And the the guy Adam Scott, is Adam Scott the actor's name? I think it is. Yeah. Uh, he he just kind of disappeared and like we've not had much from hell since then do you know what I mean like we've not seen anything from the bad place like the judge or anything really like they've just kind of left them to it more or less which is kind of weird but yeah we'll just see how it goes uh, watch the good place was alright anyway um, what if they watch? haven't watched too much to be honest uh, Tasha had uh, that new Sabrina show on um, it doesn't seem as bad as I thought it would be to be honest but I didn't I didn't get right into it have you seen any of it yet? nah I mean I watched the trailer it looks alright like I still wasn't interested in it so I'll probably watch that at some point myself but like, it's a spin off of Riverdale like you know how they said yeah. it was and it wasn't it actually is because the one she was watching they're walking along with the jocks and the jocks are like what school do you go to Riverdale and like there's a character showing up from Riverdale as well but Tasha says it's kind of weird because like Riverdale wasn't like witchy and stuff like that mm. So it's kind of strange, but I don't know. There's not enough of a talking cat in it for me to enjoy this. So. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, because I know I know the cat doesn't talk in it. I'm like, oh well, I fucking love that cat. Like that cat was the best part of Supernova. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Like Don from the British version of the Office is one of the aunties, and um, the lady that played I can't remember. She played the master in Doctor Who, the woman version. Right. Mm-hmm. She's in it as like sort of high school teacher, but she's one of the head witches as well, and it's very Buffy like. Like she has to go and sign over to the witch school in blood and all this, and that means she has to give up her mortal life with the humans and stuff, and she doesn't want to do that. And then it turns out that her mum, because she was human and her dad was the wizard or witch, I don't know how it works in this. Um, she doesn't have to. She can live both lives or something. I don't know. Like, do you know that as much as it's cool and stuff like that? 
like I'm not going to slate it because I'm never going to watch it probably but from what I've seen it kind of like because the original was like this sitcom style show with like humorous moments and slapstick and stuff it's it's like well, I suppose people that used to watch the Adam West Batman seeing like um, Michael Keaton as Batman would have thought the same thing I do it's like well that's not the Batman I know yeah. um, and not Sabrina's not a big enough part that I worry about it like I prefer Clarissa explains it all with Melissa Joan Hart to be honest but mm-hmm. yeah this show just seems like a kind of modern day Buffy by the looks of it but again I wasn't watching that, it that was the vibe that I got, it as, got from it as well but I mean yeah. like there isn't a show about like that right now so True. Sure could do well. I, I, will, I will watch it at some point, but supernatural. It's still going. It's still going. <laughs> it's still going. Um, like season twenty, but like um, <laughs> I don't know the 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 show that there could be something to it. I don't know. Wait and see what Tasha thinks about it. There's some parts of it. It's too much, kind of like Riverdale. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. Um, no, I've only seen trailers. Yeah, it's that show I really don't. Like. So it's the Archie and Jug- Jughead from the comics and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't know what the actual storyline's about. Um, but it doesn't seem very much like the sort of fifty style, almost Fallout kind of vibe that the comics had. Do you know what I mean? Not not Fallout, the post-apocalyptic. Obviously, I mean like the sort of stuck in that time period. In the fifties, that's what the comics remind me of, like going to milkshake bar and stuff. And this show is definitely not that. Um, but yeah, I don't even think I watched watch this week. To be honest, I've been watching mostly YouTube at night. Um, mm. Like Marley Thirteen does, like a video every night. And that guy, I think he's quite good, man. He's a good card player, anyway. He, every night, he didn't. Yeah, every night, man. But he's, he's he makes his living off of YouTube now. Mm. So like he does one. Well, he does a live stream as well. So he does like a video and then he does a live stream. Um, right. He does these live streams like, late at night because the, the the thing is like he plays Call of Duty. It depends. Like sometimes he'll be playing it on the PC because you can see like obviously the um, command prompts popping up. And sometimes it'll be like circle or sometimes it'll be like B and sometimes it'll be like a, a keyboard command. So he obviously plays it across all three versions. And um, he's not like a massive YouTuber by any means. Like huge huge but he, he does enough to and he's living off of it and I just think he's great when I first heard him it was that um, shit Scottish cod players say and that was absolutely hilarious and he didn't say much in them to be honest he was just obviously the guy with the capture card at the time and uh, he, he used to post them and that's how he started but he does stuff with the BBC now as well the BBC social it's called um, he done like let's play bully and stuff like that for them and like I said he didn't hold back he's lamaging them and I'm like doesn't seem like something the BBC would be okay with but who knows um, they're, they're actually really good uh, I, I like him as a YouTube personality I was watching him and I just watched YouTube sometimes it'll be like seven things you didn't know about the new Avengers film and it's always mm. goth but you know yeah. I fall for this clickbait on YouTube quite a it's lot clickbait, and I, watched, uh, me too. <laughs> I watched one last night and it was like talking about how it was one line in an interview in the next Avengers we're going to see multiverse and I'm like no the one line definitely means that it's going to be time travel like I do believe they're going to go back to the battle in New York and mm. like there's a scene with Loki looking at himself and I think he appalled apparently um, was somebody was saying I don't know if it was a spoiler or like somebody it's like Loki looking at the battle in New York uh, like shocked and I could see that happening because obviously Loki's been through a whole character change and he's more or less an anti-hero good guy now and um, 
like uh, the, there was the scene remember the late set photos of like Captain America in his old uniform and uh, Tony Stark like present day standing next to him so I yeah, definitely think yeah Ant-Man as well like standing next yeah. to him Ant-Man wasn't there yeah. So. yeah so I definitely think that this is kind of some sort of time travel involved but I don't think that means multiverses but this is what this guy was getting at but then he did this cool thing where like Steve Rogers was Iron Man and Tony Stark was Captain America and I'm like hmm. no that that's interesting because um, I had like Steve Rogers with this wee like goatee and um, it was obviously like a, a photoshop but like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like no the stuff that you're trying to link together to get to multiverse I definitely think they're going to use time travel bracelets because they're going to have to go back and fix something previously like maybe try and beat Thanos before he becomes before he gets the Infinity Gems but yeah. I don't think they're going to try and squeeze in a multiverse when they've already got so many loose threads to tie up in this movie and potentially a whole reboot of the universe to keep our taste buds tangling by the end of the movie. Do you know what I mean? I mean, the, the easy answer is for them to get the time stone. Because if they get the time stone, then they can time like make time go anywhere. But Doctor Strange is going to have to have left something, do you know what I mean? Like, There's going to be something that will tie into him. Because Doctor Strange, um, the folk that work with him, they could use time like that anyway without the time stone. So there's going to be something with that. We already know that they exist and they won't all have died. Um, so if they can just warp realities, do you know what I mean? Well, then again, I've just said warp reality myself. Damn it. Damn clickbait articles. But yeah, I haven't I haven't really done done much uh, watching. Most of my shows have kind of wrapped up already. Uh, I like Brooklyn Nine-Nine I haven't kept up with. Uh... So yeah, I, I, I watched kind of Titans, you know, that new one that I was really interested in, but I, it's not that it was bad, I just got through it and I'm like, I can't remember what happened. You know, like when you're tired and you read a book and you're like, I haven't read that page and I've looked at it like five times now. So it was more like that with Titans, like, oh, I only three watched that, I was too tired, but it seemed okay. But again, it's just like what I said about Spider-Man game when it came out, we know what we're going to get. And don't get me wrong, we got a very good version of what we knew we were going to get, but it was like more of the same, which I'm fine with because it was done so well. But like with Titans, it's like it's another superhero TV show. Do I need to watch a TV show of the sidekicks and junior versions of the DC heroes? I, no, when I can't even fit in Gotham most weeks, it's like I'm not. I'm not about to watch a show that's as much as I really like Robin, but I like and the guy that's cast to play Dick Grayson is really cool in it. I, and I like Starfire from. Red Hood and Outlaws, but I mean, for the rest of them, I don't care about fucking Beast Boy, and ugh, I don't even know who the rest of them are. So I'm like, mm, I'm going to hold off. It's it's although I will watch it because Jason Todd's coming into it. Like that's cool to uh, me. Chip said it's really good. But you, you know where I'm coming from. You know yeah. I was getting burnt out in superhero shows anyway. It's like, so I many. do want to watch this, but there's so many and they all follow kind of the same structure. And, ugh, no thank you. Like, I, I'm way behind on, like, Flash right now. And, like, Flash is a fucking amazing show. And, like, <laughs> Flash if, I, if, so I can't, if I don't have time to watch Flash, then... I'm not about how, to watch Titans. Yeah, I'm not about to start watching Titans, there's no way. Yeah. And I mean, I was trying to push through Agents of Shield, and it started getting really good. And I'm like, oh, Daredevil season three is out, and I watched a couple of episodes. I'm like, I don't really have time to sit and 
watch another one of these, even though I really like this show. So, yeah, Titans is, I'm sorry, your last on my list to watch because I really want to get back into Gotham. I didn't finish season four, and I think season five is due to come out pretty soon. Um, yeah. Obviously, we restarted Doctor Who, but I don't like the women playing us, and I'm not being that guy. I just didn't believe her as the Doctor. Nothing to do with her being a woman. I just, I didn't get, I didn't buy it. And Tash keeps going, let's watch it. And I'm like, ah, I don't really want to watch Doctor Who anymore. Like, it's not been good since Matt Smith was in it and he left, what, like, four or five years ago now. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm done. Like, Peter Capaldi done two seasons of shite and then they had, like, a two-year break and now she's done three episodes and it feels like six seasons worth. It's that boring. <laughs> it's her supporting cast. It doesn't help her either. Mm. You know, like, we went from having the likes of Billy Piper to Catherine Tate and, uh, like, um, Karen Gillan and stuff to fucking the guy from Coronation Street. Do you know what I mean? I mean, to be fair, like, when uh, when Billy Piper came into it first, like, she, she was, was just a singer, yeah. She was like, she was washed up essentially. Like, it, Doctor Who like remade her career. This like, is true, and then she obviously <laughs> went on to the Call Girl yeah. Diary thing. And, yeah, Diary of Call Girl, whatever it is. Um, and like from that, she's done really well. But now, uh, what's what was the other one? Um, uh, Catherine Tate. I, I don't like Catherine Tate whatsoever. Um, in any way, and I didn't like her in Doctor Who either. But um, uh, Karen Gillan, like she was nothing before she was in Doctor Who. Like Doctor Who, she like, was really like, good in it. Though. She was, she was amazing in it, but like Doctor Who like made her a fucking star. True, but like, like got all those roles out of being in Doctor Who. But that was because she showed that she was good. Like this guy, was it Bradley Walsh? His name is. Like he's just terrible. <laughs> so yeah, I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered watching it. And it's every episode we've seen so far has been like standalone, and I like the overall story rather than yeah. this standalone nonsense. So I did consider. Um, because uh, The Walking Dead piqued my interest about the movies, watching The Walking Dead, and I sat with it, because Amazon's got them all up to like season 8 or the first part of season 9 or something like that, and I'm like, it can't be season 9, the second, first part of season 8 I think it's up to, and I'm like, because it's, it's a weird way that Amazon do it, like, you know, usually Netflix will wait till the whole show's out, like, you know, the DVDs will release like season 8 part 1, you know, right. Amazon's done that and uploaded like season 8 part 1, and I'm like, huh. Never seen that really, um, and I went. I, do you know what? I just I don't have the patience, like really. Um, and I thought, you know, if I do want to watch this still by the end of the week, I'll go back to where I was in Fear the Walking Dead because I was actually enjoying that show. Um, yeah. I'll go back and watch that instead. Now, more or less, film my needs to watch it. I don't know. It's the same with Game of Thrones. Like I've tried so many times to get into that show, and I just can't. Like, fair enough. I gave The Walking Dead a better shake because I'd enjoy the comics, but Game of Thrones season one's done dusted in the bag, and then season two started. I'm like, more of this shit. Just stop. And I know it's meant to be a really good show, but not everybody has to like everything. And I'm like, this, I want to like it, but then again, I want to like tuna, and I can't make myself like tuna. So hmm. I've tried it so many times, and it's just it's unedible to me. Like, I'm like, oh, no, this is not class as food, but it looks so good when you get, like, a tuna tuna cheese melt with salsa on it and stuff. I'm like, oh, it looks great. And then I eat it. I'm like, oh, I've just wasted it. Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I want Prison Break to do another season or something. I'm kind of drying off the shows. Like, they're losing my interest. Like, Good Place is an exception. Um, so, yeah. Even Dead everyone, I know it's shit hot. Like, really good. And I love Vincent DeForno and the guy that plays Dead Everyone know that and Foggy I just don't have the patience man it's like I think personally 
and this is this is yet another dig at the TV shows from Marvel, my bad. If it was more tied in, it would high interest. But these feel even more separated than Shield did. You know, Shield at least kind of dipped in and out. Apart from like later on, like they kind of stopped that, didn't they? And like, um, it still feels though Marvelly. You know, I don't know if it's just the Avengers still soundtrack that it has or what. These Netflix shows. They started out as if, okay, these are really going to tie in. These are really going to be, and it's like, it's clear not going to be in the Avengers movie. Okay, they weren't in the Avengers movie, and now it's like, they're not even referencing each other. Like, <laughs> like, if you're going to do a shared universe, like, fucking just tie Like, just, what's the problem? Like, you, okay, actor schedules. You could have photos, you could have newspaper articles, like Spider-Man Saves the Day again. He's rough from Hell's Kitchen. Do you know Bradley Walsh was in an episode of the Sarah Jane Adventures? Pierre Capaldi was in Doctor Who before he was Doctor Who, so... They explained that, though, did they not? In some way. Yeah, but it was a shit explanation. It was yeah. so bollocks. It was like, like it was a, a the faces of thing. Yeah, yeah. Used, yeah, like that, as the basis for his like face or some shit. But, like, they couldn't do that with this guy because he's not, like, a doctor. Because mm. he was in an episode of the Sarah Jane Adventures called The Day of the Clown. Where he played. <sighs> that show was terrible. <laughs> doctor <laughs> Who showed up in it once. Like, I watched another. They've got a spin off on Netflix just now called Class. And it's kind of. Oh, a, yeah. It's trying to be a Buffy thing. And the first episode, Peter Capaldi shows up. But he's not in the show ever again. Hmm. Apparently. And it wasn't that good until he showed up. So I said to Tasha. Okay, we don't need to see another one. She went, yeah, it was pretty dull until Capaldi showed up, wasn't it? I went, yep. No need for that. Um, Torchwood's the only one, the spin-off that was good. And they, they, can't, they fucking cancelled it. Like, that's still ongoing. Like, John Barrowman still writes the books and they do the audio shows and stuff. But it's like, why did you cancel that one? That was the one that was good. Like, Jack, Captain Jack was a great fucking character. Like, he became a mortal, obviously, because um, of Billy Piper having to vent the TARDIS energy. She accidentally hit him and stuff. I mean, you've seen all that, like, mm. when mm. they were doing that, when... It's great, uh, when, when they were writing fucking amazing, amazing storylines. <laughs> yeah. But then the the guys that wrote Doctor Who obviously left, and they're now doing Sherlock. It's very clear. It's a bit like when oh, Arrow, after season two, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the writers moved to Flash, and Arrow's never been the same since. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just a shame. They should, they should only have took half the good writers, or maybe it is only one good writer. Do you know what I mean? Maybe one good guy. But who knows, anyway. Um, yeah, I haven't watched too much, literally. like Honestly, see when I go to bed now, like I just fire on YouTube shows. Like I used to watch shows and movies a lot more, and I just don't. like Venom was the last good film I've seen, and I'm looking forward to that in 4K, but I don't think that'll come out before Christmas, do you? Uh, on Blu-ray? No, no, there's no way. Definitely not. Like mm. Ant Man's Ant Man's coming out in December. And I think ah, it's right. The last yeah. kind of big like movie that will come out. Probably be like February time. March. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I've got it pre-ordered. Like my Jurassic, oh my Jurassic World, uh, Fallen Kingdom, 4K Blu-ray uh, Steelbook arrived, and I'm not a big Steelbook guy, as you know as well, Andy. But like these look really cool, and I love how they've got the wee slogan in the back, like um, something unexpected has evolved. The park is open for Jurassic World, and mm. I was worried because Zoom which is owned by Universal, done the first four <clears throat> in Steelbook. And I was like, oh my God, I need to get these. And then I thought, shit, 
what if Fallen Kingdom doesn't go to them and HMV got it and I actually emailed HMV I was waiting on them they actually updated me before like the image got updated saying uh, we've got the information for you now sir this is blah blah blah. this is what it's going to look like and I'm like it's the same thank you so much I'll take it (laughs) like because it would have been so annoying if they put some like artwork on it you know no matter how good the artwork was that's ruined my collection but now my biggest issue is there's going to be another one at least one more and if that doesn't match these, I'm going to be so furious. Like, that's going to infuriate me because it, it, it looks nice, but I'm not in any rush to watch Fallen Kingdom just now. I just no, want to like, it wasn't that good, that movie. It was okay, but... I, I enjoyed it, but like um, I've seen it twice at the cinema and it feels like it was just at the cinema, you know, that way where it's like, yeah. I, I feel like I've just seen it. So um, I, I've not, I'm not rushing to see it, but I know these steel books do sell out and go for crazy prices once they do. So I just thought I might as well pre-order it and like finish my collection off. I, th- I reckon after the next Jurassic World movie, that'll be them done for a while again. Like I definitely don't see. I think this will be a trilogy, and then yeah. that'll be them stopping because could, I doubt this will be a TV show. Well as, possibly, <laughs> I would not surprise me in this day and age. But like um, yeah. the um, Jurassic World, uh, I can't imagine Fallen Kingdom done as well as Jurassic World did. Like box office wise, I might be completely wrong, but I mean, there's that show uh, Prime Evil that's on. It's not on anymore. It finished years yeah. ago. No, finished absolute years ago. It done like five, okay, no. four, four, five seasons, maybe. Sorry, 2011. Yeah, right. Yeah, finished like. <laughs> yeah, no, um, nah, but these days it's a different time for TV. The Deadwood movie get announced. I'm still watching through that, but I've got nothing exciting to report on it. I didn't watch it this week. Fucking yeah, I didn't play any Cowboys this week, so um, <laughs> I didn't watch anything. But it's like that's my show to watch while playing this. Um, but no, I, yeah, that's about it. So let's move on to level up. This is part of the show where we talk about all the video games we've played this week, but most importantly, the video game news. So Andy, what's been happening in the video game news? So. Mario Kart Wii has now sold 37.14 million copies worldwide. It's a lot. It's a lot. Still not as much as Wii Sports, I'd imagine. No, it's not. And uh, I mean, Mario Kart Wii got bundled in, like with eventually, Xbox, yeah. Pretty much as soon as it, well, as soon as the game came out, because it was obviously not a launch game. So, but as soon as that came out, it was Mario Kart Wii bundles everywhere. Mm. So, like a lot of that's from. Bundles with that because you remember, and you remember like the the bundles with, with like the Steam Why and all these that kind of sales figures only coming out now though. Like, um, I mean, I think these are just like updated ones and like because I seen like some NPDs like uh, I can't remember if you posted it in the in the newsletter on, but like the these NPDs are from like the nineties, the eighties, and the nineties. <laughs> you like, what? yeah, that was really cool. We'll talk about that when we get to it. Yeah. Um. Okay. The uh, creator of Undertale, Toby Fox, uh, was teasing a very interesting announcement on Twitter. Um, and then. And then he made the announcement, and uh, basically all his announcement was was deltarune.com, and that was his announcement. And basically what this is is it's a, it's a link to go to to download a demo for his new game that he's working on, which is seemingly called Deltarune. Um, and now if you don't know, Del- Deltarune is an anagram of Undertale. If you, if you didn't make that out, but because uh, I, I showed Bethany that, like, because I, I had to teach her what an anagram was. Because <laughs> I was telling, I, I obviously showed her like the tweets, like Toby Fox tweeted about it, um, that it was teasing something, and then 
like when you put up like the the Delta Rune thing. She's like, oh, what was it? She was calling it Delta Rune or something like that. And I'm like, no, no, Delta Rune. <laughs> um, but then I had to show her what an anagram was, so I had to teach her what an anagram was, so that she would understand why it was cool that it was called Delta Rune. Because <laughs> mm. um, she's like, why is it called Delta Rune? Why is it not called Undertale? I'm like, well, look at this. I'm like. Showed her an anagram, which was cool. Um, but she played a, a good, a good chunk of it, and it's actually really cool. Like um, the, like we never, we never finished it yet, but like the demo is apparently like two, three hours long, which is the same as amount of time as uh, same length as a game that I played this week that I played. Before. It's a full game, and this game's way better. <laughs> um, but you I mean, look kinda, for this game as well. Oh yeah, I'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, but yeah, this this Delta Rune was quite cool. Um, I, I'll just mention it here, like because I, I didn't really. Like play it was Bethany was playing it, um, but yeah, like uh, they've they've changed up the combat in it and they've made it more like uh, traditional RPG mechanics, but still using the old way that Undertale did its combat, which was really cool because like Undertale's combat was all done in like you had like a little box and you could control something that was in the box usually like a, it was a little heart and you would control it to like move it around the screen. And, like, that was how the combat was done. But in this one, you've got, like, a couple of different characters and you swap back and forth between them and you attack different people and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, it's, it looked really cool from, from what she was playing of it. And, it, like, it was actually quite um, surprising, to be honest, because I thought they would just make a game along the same sort of lines. But this one seems to it seems to be have a bigger scope. Like, it seems to be more of a kind of proper RPG. So uh, I was quite, quite impressed by what I saw. And, like, the graphics have improved and all that sort of stuff from the first game, so... Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, so, uh, Dragalia Lost is Nintendo's second largest mobile game launch in the US and Japan. Still not out in Britain. Still not, not out, out in Britain. Britain. Um, I've really wanted to play it now, and like it's been getting good write-ups and stuff. It's the same with like fucking like like our little Command and Conquer uh, General. Yeah. It's called. It doesn't have good write-ups, but I still want to try it. <laughs> like, I want to fight Ali in a fucking Command and Conquer yeah. battle on my phone. Like, that is something I want to do. And See, it's still not out here. So even if it's functional that we can get a proper game of like you, you know the score right 15 minutes to build up your defences and bases then you can attack you know the old school rules like see if we can do that I'll be happy enough for that game like that's I all I want from it I don't think you can do that in that game <laughs> like that's part of the Why? problem with it um, oh, because it's the way it's done is like a kind of asynchronous multiplayer type thing um, but it's definitely not like that old way like the, I mean you would have seen the, the like the gameplay footage yeah. they showed off at E3 and it was nothing like that at all it's all like oh you do everything quickly so um, but I don't know we'll see um, but yeah so we still haven't got to play that game just just an update for you if you've followed uh, any of the coverage from E3 on all games because <laughs> I went on about this the entire time <laughs> it, it, so it literally he... said it's available it's almost like yep. the years after E3 like it's going <laughs> to be seven months and yeah, it's available now, except not in the UK. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a strange, strange, strange thing. Yeah, it's very strange. And I mean, it's still in beta in, in America, so I don't know. It was, it it was so funny when I sent you that of like, pre-ordering a couple of mobile games mm. announced this week, we'll talk about it later, but your pre-order's the exact same as mine on mobile. Yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I mean, when you pre-ordering like, on mobile, you wouldn't think it would make any sense for you to do it because free. but yeah you, you do you get like all these games have like a bonus for you pre-ordering it like it's like 100 or whatever <laughs> currency it is or 50 currency like, for free so uh, cool I'm fine with that and it doesn't cost me anything to pre-order so I'm done with that yeah um, SNES Mini and NES Mini combined have now uh, 
sold over 10 million units. That's surprising. The only surprising thing is they've actually released so many. Yeah, I mean, obviously they they've reprinted them essentially, like, yeah. and that's that's how they've been able to get up to that. But I think Nintendo is now wise to how, like, uh, there is a big market for these things, and they should keep them on the shelves because people will buy them when they're there. And um, I think that Sony will do the same with the PlayStation. Like when the the PS One Classic comes out, there's going to be millions of those available. So I don't think there's going to be any shortage of those this year. If you do want, to yeah, they've released the whole games list. Is that part of the news this week? Yeah, we spoke about it last week. Yeah, but I've looked more into it now. And <laughs> you mean you didn't read or listen last week? No, no. Okay, um, so what's your take on it then? Why? Like, like Rainbow Six One, I think I did have some opinions last week, but Rainbow Six One, like, it's not even PlayStation. I'm sure we talked about Crash and Spyro. I kind of get it, but it's like Twisted Metal One. Like, what? Is they're not like like they really didn't know what they were doing with this console. It's like you buy the SNES, you're getting every SNES game that you would want if you're a retro gamer. Not if you're a collector. Um, not, quite, not if you're not, a collector. Not not quite true because like right, I mean okay, the, reason I, the reason I bought one was for Donkey Kong Country Three. Right, fine. Which wasn't okay. On it. <laughs> so for the majority of it, the big games are all ticked. You're getting Mario. You're getting Mario Kart. Mm. You're getting Donkey Kong. You know, like they've ticked most of the boxes, but like. Sony have kind of went the opposite way and went, mm, let's just get this. Let's just get this. You know, Rayman, fair enough, but I wouldn't exactly call it a PlayStation classic game. Um, Tekken 3, yeah, I would agree that that is the best Tekken, but like Destruction Derby 2, I'm sure, was better than Destruction Derby 1. It was, yeah. I think they've kind of been hampered slightly by the fact that they didn't want to include analog sticks for some reason. Well, like, even like Metal Gear Solid, like, there's some features yeah. that only worked with analog sticks yeah I can't remember like what games supported analog and what games didn't like the one the first one I remember playing with an analog stick was uh, Premier Manager no no Premier Manager 98 it was the first game I played with an analog stick really need them <laughs> well it, it did because it was it made moving the mouse controller about way faster oh you used a mouse in that it wasn't a menu system right. yeah it was like a it was like a like cursor that you moved about the screen so like it was way easier to control that using an analog stick yeah I get that fair enough but like the game choices are just a bit baffling. Like, I get that there's a remake of Crash, but they didn't re-release Crash Bandicoot, the original version, so I would have stuck it on it, definitely. Like, the original Tomb Raider kind of says PlayStation to me. Mm. I know some of this might have been licensing, but why bother paying for Rainbow Six One? I think it's because Ubisoft wanted in on the act. <laughs> but <laughs> they like, have Rayman. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I think what it was was they were like, okay, we need two games on there. And, and Sony's like, okay, we'll have Rayman. Like, cool, that's fine. And uh, uh, <laughs> Ubisoft are like, oh, we'll give you this for ten pence. All right, cool. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Rainbow Six one. I mean, I don't associate Rainbow Six with PlayStation at all. In no. Way. Dreamcast. Back like, then it was PC. Dreamcast. Back then it was a PC game, was it not? Yeah, yeah it was. Um, but I remember having it on Dreamcast, and like that one was playable enough. Like. Uh, I think it was Rainbow Six, like Rogue Speed in that. Yeah. In the Dreamcast, but uh, not this one, no. I don't have any interest in that. And there's no analog sticks in this, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm, no thank you. Yeah, the game's just, they're, they're horrible, and the fact that they've said that you can't add to the games and whatnot, it's just like, what's the point? Like, I hope, I mean, if there's a way of hacking it, fair enough. Which there will be, like, you, there must be, like, uh, I mean, the thing is, like, 
the games that are on it I'm not interested in but some of the other games like on the Japanese one and stuff like that they've got Parasite Eve and that like, so I'm interested in that so like yeah. if it does come out and it does turn out that you can hack it and you yeah can I might put, consider like, you could put ROMs of like stuff like that on it then that's maybe slightly interesting however most of the games but, that I would want to play have been redone you know, apart from things like Parasite Eve and Dino Crisis and, that. and even that I don't thing, know if I'd want to go back and play those do you know the thing is like this, yes it's technically a classic system but it's 3D doesn't age well. We've talked about this no. before. It really doesn't. And like this was the very ground level of 3D gaming becoming playable. And playable is the right word to describe most of these games, even the amazing ones. But like Sony missed a trick here because you know if there's a way of hacking it, which if it's got a USB port, there will be. People are going to hack it. They should have 100% done what you you said. Make a PlayStation Classic store. Yep. And sell sell the games so that like you could re-download your original ones anytime you want, and you can buy these new ones. Don't even link it to your PlayStation account. Just if you want it, you have to rebuy it again. Even I would have went. That's fine. I'll I'll pick this up and happily pay for cash and load Croc on and Tomb Raider and I stuff. I don't know. I think I'd have been annoyed if it would have made me pay for yeah, some but game. Even having that option would be better. Even having that option would have been better than not having the option. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And people are going to find a way to hack it, like you said. So within days like because people will be like buying this thing right now and they'll be researching it to like find the best source for roms and all that sort of shit because it'll have a perfect emulator on it that's the thing because like yeah i mean sony has Most a PlayStation. ps1 emulator out there already yeah so. it's, it's it's i've got i've got it in my psp put it you yeah. know so like then like that's the thing like no 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 i don't, I don't think i need this at all no. They made a big mistake with this. I don't think they kind of got the point of why the Nintendo was so popular. I, I don't know. It will still sell. Like they'll, they'll still sell a lot of them. But there'll be, mu- I mean, there'll be much more of these about than there was the the Nintendo classics. I can say that yeah. there'll be plenty like, of these. People like, there's still pre orders available. Yeah, like people of our age though are the target market for this console. Yeah, because we have the nostalgia for yeah. PlayStation One, or maybe maybe slightly younger. But um, but we're not like we're not going to buy it. Neither of us nope. is interested in buying it. Young kids are going to be like, what What the shit is this? But a lot of folk yeah. will buy it for their kids this Christmas, though, I tell you that, because it's the new mini console. <laughs> and then they'll put it up and they'll be like, fucking uh, Ridge Racer 4, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, which isn't even the why best would I, Ridge why would, I, why would I play this when I can play uh, Forza Horizon 4? <laughs> like, like, yeah. hello. <laughs> yeah. Or even nah, PlayStation, did. like, why would I buy this when I can play fucking uh, Need for Speed uh, Payback or... Uh, Grand Turismo Sport. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no need. It's very strange. A very strange move. And I don't... If they'd even packed in, like, the DualShock controllers, I could see the point. But to me, this isn't even classic gaming, though. PlayStation 1. Like, I mean, it's over, it's over 20 years, I'd say it's classic. No, but to me, it's not classic. Like, that's not my childhood console. That was my, like, early teens-ish console, if you will. I mean, like, I remember buying my PS1 out of Blockbuster with Cool Borders when Cool Borders 2 was, came out and it was like a pack-in for it. And that's when I got my PS1. Yeah, I got it with Actress Orca and Tekken 2, so I remember somebody, had, somebody in my class had it in Premier 7 and nobody else had it. So even though he thought he was cool, everybody else went, I'm still playing my Mega Drive, are you not? And I'm like, yeah. yep. Because I remember I had a Saturn and, like, and I sold my Saturn and my Game Boy and everything to like to buy this PS One. Yeah, I went to Argos for mine. I sold I sold my Game Boy as well at the time. I sold my Saturn. I didn't have my Saturn long at all, but 
I get bored of my PlayStation 1 after a year or two because when you're younger, obviously, you had to rely on your parents buying your game. And back then, games were the same price as just now. They were like 40, 50 quid. So your parent was always like, no, wait till it's pre-owned or you can trade in something else to get it. And I ended up wanting the Dreamcast. And I remember I told you I got it out of G-Force when it was in the forum in air. And it was an import one. Oh, yeah. I got that. I got that one first. And then when I started realising a lot of these games are going to have English text, I had to get rid of that. But the value was still high enough on it to basically get a straight swap when the British version came out. Nice. So, yeah, the PlayStation, I still remember. So, but I, the classic to me is Master System Mega Drive. That's always my classics. And I'll talk more about Mega Drive in a bit, my, my Christmas present. <laughs> okay. Um, right, Super Mario Party sold 1.5 million copies in October. It's quite high, like for Mario Party, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the Switch could the Switch if it says Mario or anything on it just now, it's going to sell. And and I think that like that will go up with because uh, more people will get Switches at Christmas. At and Christmas, that. yeah. With Pokemon Smash coming out, people are going to pick up stuff like Mario Odyssey, Mario Party, like all like Mario, maybe even Mario Rabbids, like those type of games. If it says Mario on it, people will buy that as a, like the third game and like. I'm getting three games for my kids Christmas. Oh, Mario Party! Yeah, we'll get that. Um, I'm I'm gonna get this for uh, for uh, for Christmas. I, I want to get the one with the two Joy Cons if I can still sold out. Uh, I'm sure I could find it somewhere. It was a hundred pounds, and that was a good that was a good purchase for it. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I could find it somewhere cheaper than that. I'll I'll find it. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft is uh, apparently working on a script for a child of a live action television show, which is not interesting, but okay. The game's fucking amazing. Like, uh, as a see as a smaller like kind of indie type title, like it's mm-hmm. fucking amazing. It's a great little RPG. Like, I, I played I played it on the Vita, and uh, like I finished the game and went back and like did all the side stuff for it because I enjoyed it that much. Absolutely brilliant game. And it's coming to Switch soon, and there's a sequel coming out for it at some point as well. So uh, keep it keep an eye out for that. If you've never played it before, by the way, like Switch would be a good place to play it because okay. it's perfect in the Vita. And it's like the mechanics in that are not like too deep, so it's quite easy to get to get to grips with. It. And it's, I think it was maybe only like four or five hours, like for the main campaign, and like maybe an hour to do the rest of the stuff. So like maybe six, seven hours total, but really hmm. good. Um, Bubsy the Bobcat is bringing his next game to the Switch Why? next year. Why does not go away? Fuck off, Bobsy. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, one of the Elder Scrolls developers has uh, said that Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be on next gen. That's pretty obvious. Yeah, <laughs> like, that wasn't, we totally expected that, that. That didn't need to be said. Yeah. Uh, yeah Red Dead. Oh, we had the whole argument with Red Dead in the weekend. <laughs> what is the weekend? <laughs> what was just that this week? Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it made $725 million in uh, three days, which is impressive. Over the weekend. Yeah, over the weekend. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, cancelled the second live epic mercenary event for some reason. It's a strange one. So they're, get, they're obviously having issues getting these getting these done. They, they had issues in um, which we call it Origins as well with the event sometimes. You know when the, can you move your phone from your microphone? <laughs> I've got tinnitus listening to it. I cannot. I cannot. I don't know how to um, vibrate off. Right, so what you do is you go to your main screen mm-hmm. and you pull down from the top twice okay, and right. see what it says there. Tap until it says mute. Yeah, I've got it. It's on the vibrator. 
that's why it should come to you <laughs> too good. <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you call it? The um, what were we even talking about before your phone irritated my ears? Um, we we're talking about Red Dead sales, and then we're moving on. Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, Origins had an issue with the the, the Anubis, the, one of the gods that came out wouldn't appear in certain folks' games, so they had to extend it as well. So I don't know if it's just because this is obviously kind of new to them branching into this. Um, I really want to finish Origins, though. I doubt I'll get it done this year. I'm not gonna lie, because Pokemon's like hmm. uh, the day I come back from uh, London if I go next week, um, and then Spashes out so. Yeah, and I'm playing other stuff. Call of Duty, I've still got Red Dead. Yeah, I'm not going to have time for this. Probably not. I mean, there's no rush. On it, like. But what I'm considering, though, is if um, Odyssey, I see a cheap Black Friday or something like that, I might hmm. end up grabbing it. Just yeah. to have sitting. <laughs> and then play um, the first three hours like every other Assassin's Creed game since Syndicate, yeah. and then not go back to it. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is really good. I've put more time into Origins. I just, I just sometimes when the camel comes along, Ah, fuck off, Camel. Honestly, can't I don't bother think, Camel. I, I don't think you can play Origins and uh, Red Dead at the same time. No, I need to play one big game. Yeah, uh, and you'll be you'll be on Red Dead for a while, so like Origins will be probably next well, year before you get back to that. Now. I didn't Red Dead this week at all because, like, after obviously told you I got it, like I was jonesing for some Call of Duty, and I was just mm. back to play that as much. Surprising though, how much I'm gravitating towards Call of Duty. It's just yeah, it's it's, it's, it's multiplayer stuff. Such a solid game though, man. Yeah. Such a solid. Uh, more than half of uh, Pokemon Let's Go pre-orders have been for the Pokeball Plus edition. That's that's cool, but that's kind of obvious because it's cheaper buying it that way and most kids go in. Plus yeah, the Pokeball yeah. functions as a Pokewalker as well. I so that's well, a £30 it's, device. It's a cool toy. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's cool to have a Pokeball. And it comes with Mew. Like, it's an easy yeah. way of getting Mew. Yeah, and you get a free Pokemon with it, so yeah, I'm down for that. Um, mm-hmm. But that's the one. That's the one I've ordered. Same. Are you get you getting a day? You getting a day one? Yeah, yeah, physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got. Uh, we got Pikachu as well because Bethany wanted Pikachu. She's like, can we get both? Because... She's like, can we get both, Daddy? I'm like, we, okay, we will buy both, but like not right now, day one. Like, I'm not dropping fucking 120 quid yeah, on yeah. like Pokemon because the game's. Away the same like it's not like red and blue as far as I'm because obviously you can send Pokemon from Pokemon Go which mm. doesn't have really a region thing on it apart from some of the Pokemon but like mm. you know it's not like those exclusive ones you can only get an EV from what I see it just affects your starter Pokemon you know the one that's yeah. constantly with you yeah, yeah. But and like, I don't we, want we, an EV sitting on my shoulder yeah. we will get EV like uh, as, as well at some point but there's no need for me to like have it day one at all um, no. But yeah, we will get it for the collection at some point. Um, the one that I'm keeping swithering with is um, Starlink. Like, I don't think I want the one with the figures. I'm not. I'm not keen on them. But I do want to play the game. But I'm not paying the price that they want just now for the digital deluxe one with all this, the DLC, um, which is cheaper than buying it all separate. But I'll wait for I, the sale. I don't think that you need the game like day one. Like, I, I, I've not played that much of it so far. Like, I think you could hold off till next year to get that. And then you'll get yeah, when it gets stuff. cheaper. Yeah, I don't. I don't want. I'll, I'll wait for the digital version. Yet. Yeah. Or even like, because you'll be able to buy the physical version that just has the uh, probably the cart, and I'm sure just the cart would you'd be able to play it with uh, the starter Fox. figures. 
Um, yeah, on Switch probably. Yeah, I don't think you would need to scan the figures to make them pop up in the game. I, I don't believe. I could be wrong on that because obviously I had the figures and I did scan them, so I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure on how that would work. Yeah, but, but there will just be some people who probably probably never looked at the figures and just put the game in and then we're playing. So I, I I don't know on that one. You don't need to use the figures now. No, I know you don't need to. Like I haven't even been using them like any time I've played it since because I wanted to play with the Pro Controller. So uh, there's a new trailer came out for uh, Medieval. Looks pretty good. The yeah, I, I enjoyed it enough. I enjoyed it enough. But why didn't they put Medieval in this like build hype for the remake as well? I don't. Uh, the reason they haven't put it in that was because they're remaking it. Like all, all the remake games, they're not including in this. Apart from Final Fantasy VII, so there's never going to be a Final Fantasy VII remake. It's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> it's never happened. Um, I read there was an update for Shenmue Two. Oh which, boy! Uh, I don't think I want to finish that now because it's not Shenmue One and Two. Um, they, they, I'll tell you what they did though. They fixed some of the sound effects issues and they made improvements to the MIDI playback. Um, they improved so, uh, the user interface and fixed some bugs as well as some graphical issues and improved the controls um, and they improved some of the localization issues. So, I mean, maybe it was a wee bit better now. Like, I did download the update and I haven't played it again since because I've got nah. the user, so... <laughs> yeah, like, if I ever want to play Shenmue, you, I'm always going to put news over it since we discovered that. Like, that's the best <laughs> yeah. thing I've still, I got it in disc as well, Shenmue. That's the best thing, This because I've ordered Shenmue 3 on disc, because I don't think it's coming out to retail. I think it's just a Kickstarter thing. It's just so, a digital... At the moment, anyway. At the moment, but it's a Kickstarter exclusive cover anyway, so who knows. Um, but the only good thing it's done is let me discover Yakuza, which I'm highly interested in, and again, I really need to get back to that game also. Yeah, me too. I definitely go back to that. <clears throat> Speaking of Yakuza, PlayStation Plus games got announced for uh, November, and uh, Yakuza Kiwami is the kind of headline title for the uh, PlayStation Plus for this month, and uh, it's the remake of the first game, Yakuza 1. But I would say start with Zero, and see all the guides of where to for, uh, because Yakuza's only just became big over here again because a couple of them in PlayStation 2 did well but the majority of these games sell well in Japan so they're re-releasing all of them on PS4 as far as I've read and yeah I believe they, they are or they're in the works of doing it um, they're, like, they've done they're it not remastering them all um, I don't know because like, they've got they only got 3 and 4 to do sorry they're not, they're not remaking them <laughs> right they're ah, remastering yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean like uh, Zero's good and like Koami remastered is apparently really good same with two so I don't know yeah but everybody everybody says start with one even though it came out after start with, start with zero you mean yeah start with zero and then yeah. do Kiwami one and two now because going back to the originals is almost impossible to play with yeah. the <laughs> controls but um, the bullet, yeah the other games are uh, Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition not including Duke Nukem DLC you have to it's buy annoying. that separately <laughs> which is like I think it's about six quid so I'm not yeah. paying that no. Um, you're getting Jackbox Party Pack 2 on PS3, uh, Arcado series on PS3, uh, Burly Men at Sea on Vita and PS4, and Roundabout. When does Vita and PS3 stop so that we don't need uh, to get boiled down that, by like an ancient set of consoles? Uh, that's January, they stop in January. Good, hopefully they do some good PS4 ones to celebrate. Yeah, I mean, Kiwami's a good one, Like that, that's a good one to get, and Bulletstorm's okay. 
Yeah, I mean, Jackbox parties are good, but I've got them on the Switch because yeah, I would not go back and play them on PS3 at this point. Like, <laughs> I've got not one on PS4, the, so I would never go back to PS3. No, no, but like, I mean, who's got a PS3 lying about at this point? You? Like, it's, I don't have a PS3. You bought a PS3 for upstairs, remember? Not that long. Oh, did I did, but I got, I got rid of it because uh, wow. I, I got rid of it when I got my PS4 Pro because <laughs> like I ah. didn't, we didn't use it apart from for Netflix and I had a Chromecast in the same room. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I'll just use this. <laughs> yeah. And even like my t- even like uh, downstairs, I had a Chromecast and the TV downstairs. I'm like, I don't need this. <laughs> I just put it in Bethany's room because um, like you can cast Xbox and I can cast the TV. although the TV's not great for it, but like Xbox is perfect for casting too. So if I need to do it, then I, I'd use that. Um, right. Oh, uh, there was a rumor going around about apparently Konami had uh, stopped the ability to play PT, but Konami released a statement saying that they that they hadn't. It was like I don't know what had happened with it, but some people were unable to play it. Some well, I can't play it anymore. Surely Konami should have went. Let's capitalise on this. We'll get another development team in. We'll stop making pachinko machines <clears throat> and just make it. Konami are idiots. <laughs> Absolutely idiots. I'll, I'll tell you why in a wee bit because I played a Konami game this week. Um, Fallout 76 beta got extended after there was a bug which deleted uh, your data on it. <laughs> like, okay. I, I think you and, and it. I played it and it had a 21 gigabyte update. Jesus. The beta had an update of 21 gigabytes. And guess what? Your progress transfers over but you have to install the game like when it comes out. Like mm. it's not like that. That becomes the game. Like uh, yeah. you know, on EA, EA Access, you download it, and if you've bought it, that becomes your copy. So you don't need to re-download it. This actually is this this application is called Fallout Break It Break It Early Test Application. So mm. it's not a game. So I've got like a sixty gig beta on my fucking hard drive, and it's not. It is apparently the full Fallout map though, and everything like that. I don't think obviously everything will be featured in it and there'll be like maybe invisible walls and such like it's just more a server tre- test a server stress test but what I said is every beta that comes out like this right we're technically doing free work for them so yes. I agree with what they're doing like your progress should 100% and this goes out to every developer if I'm playing your beta and this opening mission is going to be the exact same in the main game I don't want to be playing it again in a couple of months when it comes out like I want to start where I've finished so from now on, beaters have to do that, or they have to be like a prequel story. I like when they kind of do that. Like, it's not really a beta, but it's like a demo almost, but it's like a prequel, and your stuff transfers over. I like when that happens. But see all this bullshit, like demos of games. Demos of games are dead. There's no point. I'm not playing a demo. But, like, RPGs-wise, the only way I'm going to play a demo of it is if, like, uh, what they've done with... Uh, what's that one in Switch? <clears throat> What's the one in Switch that Nelson bought? Mark wanted day one. It's a square game. Octopath. Octopath Traveler's yeah. um, demo was like your stuff carried over and it was almost like mm-hmm. a wee mini prequel. It wasn't like the main game. That's what demos should be, is like prequels to the game, like a mini uh, yeah. early story. And beaters, if it's the full game, progress has to transfer that's that's where we're at now so if you're a games maker and you're thinking of releasing a demo or you're releasing a beta that stuff doesn't transfer don't bother don't do it <laughs> that's my opinion <laughs> do you not agree with that though uh yeah I would, I would kind of agree for most games for some games it doesn't make sense like if you because you don't want somebody to like hammer it and be like 
max level by before the game even comes out. Especially if yeah, like, got PvP you, elements. You, you, you obviously need to put limits on it. Yeah, if you can limit it to like level 10 or something like that, then I think. Yeah. Um, okay, um, Rockstar's come out and acknowledged uh, the issues with Red Dead 2, which has some issues on the PS4 Pro. Um, they seem to be related to uh, HDR, and like the the video I watched of it, uh, like was talking about like blurring in it. Now, I haven't noticed that, but like I mean, my eyesight's not amazing, so maybe it is a bit blurry. I don't know, but I will say that I did turn off HDR on it when I was playing last night, and the game looked better. Which I, <laughs> I really did the strange. same, Andy. Like I've got yeah. mine on like cinema mode because of cowboy game, brown, dusty, mucky. Yeah. The HDR mode, I found HDR in some things like makes it look odd. Like Forza 7 it did as well, right? But see Forza Horizon because it was colourful, it looked better. It works better than colourful things. I'm sure I touched on this last week, but see for Red Dead, no, I turned HDR 10 off and I just put on Cinema Pro mode for my telly and it looks phenomenal. Like it looks so much better. Well, it looks so much better than it did anyway. There's some parts of the game I don't enjoy graphically, but like it is a very brown game. I'll say that. Do you know, like, uh, I, I would say that I've had HDR on for every game that I've played on PS4 Pro. Yeah. Since since I've had my HD like uh, since I've had my 4K TV, and this is the first game where I've actually like turned it off and like noticed an effect because like I played about with it in Tomb Raider because it's got like uh, Shadow of Tomb Raider because it's got a bunch of like different graphical settings you can do God of War as yeah. well and like uh, I thought it looked w- both those games looked way better with the HDR on same with Spider Man as well because I had issues getting Spider Man to display it first in like the different modes and um, but once I got it working like yeah HDR like made it look fucking amazing on all those games. Um, and this is the first game where I've been like oh this because I mean I didn't think it looked that good and then once I turned HDR off it actually looks pretty decent <laughs> like uh, I would say that Odyssey probably still looks better than it but it looks good now at least when before I thought it looked a bit shit mm. not shit but like uh, not as good as what it could look like comparing it to like Spider-Man and Tomb Raider and God of War and that um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey added its first freeze DLC story this week as well. So even more fucking missions to do. There's like hundreds of missions in this game already. Hun- literally hundreds. And they're adding more like for free, which is great. But fuck me if I'm ever going to get through that game. Like, I could see me getting through Red Dead quicker than Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Put it that way. <laughs> Red Dead's slow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sega apparently wants to bring Star Wars Arcade to the Nintendo Switch, which was... Yes. Uh, a game that came out obviously in arcade and on the 32X which is the version that I played and it was amazing on 32X yep do it I hope they do I'll buy it and then I'll regret buying it instantly because it'll be shit <laughs> if they just do a straight port well, like, this, this will depend on EA's deal with Disney obviously hmm. I don't know who made that game originally to be fair Sega so, no but was it actually Lucas, Sega or was it LucasArts Lucas, oh right Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And LucasArts is not a thing anymore, so you're right. It will depend on what the licensing agreement's like. But I mean, they did make. Remember, they ported some of the games to the PS4. Super Star Wars and stuff, yeah. yeah and the PS2 ones. So. Yeah, there might be a way around it. Yeah. Yeah. If it's, so maybe so if it's a retro game, they can license it. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. I, I would definitely. I'd get it. I would definitely buy it. <laughs> um, Nintendo's traded uh, trademarked some uh, smartphone-related games apparently for uh, Spirit Tracks and Mario vs Donkey Kong makes complete sense for Spirit Tracks and like Phantom Hourglass to be on phone when you, yep. the second you think about it you're like oh shit yeah of course that makes perfect sense and to be fair with the phones that we have and they have a stylus yep 
Yeah, if that's got style support, I'm fucking in for that. Like, <laughs> I would 100% play uh, Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass again. On my phone, yeah, I would definitely. Yeah. Obviously, um, I was working through Wind Waker before I started buying all the games again. And, like, um, once I finished Wind Waker, I did want to play them. But if that came to phone, I would I would, I'd play that on phone. I'd probably finish that before Wind Waker. <laughs> I love Phantom Hourglass. Don't know if I played Spirit Tracks, though. You said it wasn't as good. Um, I only played a bit of Spirit Tracks, and I didn't find it as good. But, like, that was... I played Phantom Hourglass when it came out. And Spirit Tracks I played maybe, like, I don't know, a couple of years ago. And I, I bought a DS in Spirit Tracks just to play it because I'd never played I remember. it before. And yeah. I was like, oh, I don't like this controlling it with the stylus. But when I was playing Phantom Hourglass, I didn't care. It's and the same. I, yeah. yeah, it's the exact same control scheme. So I think playing it on the phone, I think, would be more preferable to me at this point rather than having to fucking pull out a DS. Um, EA apparently has more than 1,000 employees and dozens of studios working on their cloud-based uh, streaming service. <sighs> Everyone's trying to get in on the streaming act. From, like, I think the company that cracks it's going to be in for a big box. So because there's a few of them out there just now. Shadow gaming and stuff like that, where it gives you access to like this PC or Vapor was another one. And when you go on Vapor, it's like eight ninety nine a month, and they've got a list of like free games that you can play, and then other games that you can play on any device as long as you've got them in Steam, like it had Shadow the Tomb Raider and a lot of new yeah. ones. And that it's a cool idea, man. Like, see if I can pay eight quid a month, I don't need to buy like a big PC, and I can play it on my tablet and link my phone as a controller or my Xbox hmm. controller. I would 100% buy that. Like, I'm considering doing a trial for when I go down to London so I can play stuff on my tablet. Just take an Xbox controller with me. Yes, please. Like, uh, like Google's obviously tried to get in on it recently when they did their kind of... Yeah, the first one that markets it right and Creed. does it the best is going to do it. I think the way that Vapor does it's like eight ninety nine a month and you get 100 gigabyte worth of gameplay. If you know what I mean? Like, you can stream right. up to 100 gigabytes worth, which is quite a lot, actually, if you think about it. Yeah, it yeah. Depend, depends if... I think it depends on, like, if you're playing online stuff. Like, online games will be affected by it. But yeah. I think Microsoft's going to be the ones that will that'll hit this out of the park. Like, Jank. When they, yeah, because they've already, they've already announced their Project Extreme, whatever it's called. Um, and, like, I think that that, if they can... No, I call it Extreme. <laughs> aye, aye, whatever it's called. But, like, it's Project... It's, we'll call it Extreme. Well, it's Project Extreme. Um, <laughs> Just to give it a name, um, but I think if they can get that all working all right and like give it a decent price point, then yeah, that's gonna win. Like say an extreme box comes out at like two hundred, roughly about that mark, and oh you get your... no 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 no, I, I think it's gonna be a lot less now. You're talking like a hundred quid max. Like, right, so you get that, and you get your controller right, and all you do is you can play your games of gold, you can play like. Uh, Game Pass, Pass, EA Access, and then you can buy digital games, but you have to stream them, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like, no disc or anything. This is just like a wee box, maybe slightly bigger than an Apple TV. That would be incredible. But you can plug it on your TV, or, or for example, if you can... uh, Obviously, it won't be in 4K or that. It will just be... I think... my uh, My first opinion of this is the original, like, the, the, the first ones that come out, right... The, the initial launch, that won't be the main Xbox console. They're still going to do like an Xbox 2, right? But potentially if they work in this and work in this, by the Xbox 3 and the PS6, they could be looking into going that way fully if it t- kicks off. I um, think if the Extreme launches, it will be like as a side thing. You, so you'll get the Xbox 2 and you yep. can also get the Extreme. Yep, so I, I reckon you're going to have both of them announced at the same time 
Like, yeah, you're going to have the because main Xbox console, they, and then you're also they did gonna talk have about they did talk about a couple of things. They didn't just say one console. I'm sure the way that it was worded was as if they were working they on did, more yeah. than one. They said yeah. they said they definitely said consoles plural, and like it was very deliberately said there's a plural. So the, yes. you know there's at least two devices coming. Yeah, and we so, just assumed that you would have your budget version and your Xbox style version. But the way to look at it now is they're definitely going to do an Xbox 2 and a streaming box version. So, like, your streaming box version, you can still play all the new games, but obviously it's based on, like, fibre optic, blah, blah, blah. Like, my, my broadband would be shite with it. Um, and it's all digital-based. I think if this kicks off enough, the Xbox 3, when it comes around, there'll be no discs or nothing. Same for the PS6. But that's obviously another six, seven, eight years in the future, obviously, before mm. PS5, PS6 and... Uh, fuck me, everybody's talking about Xbox 2 we we're talking about like the Xbox 3 and the PS6 like. yeah. <laughs> but that's the way to think about it Like you've put it this way it's another 10 years off before that's the main system mm-hmm. do you not agree? like 2028, yeah, like you're talking before this becomes, right, here's the new Xbox and it's just this box no disc, nothing, streaming everything mm. <laughs> definitely um, yeah uh, M2 has revealed that the Switch can already run Sega Naomi titles, um, and that Dreamcast, Dreamcast titles, yeah, That's and that Dreamcast arcade. titles are basically definitely coming in the future, which is awesome. Because there's some amazing because... Dreamcast games that'd be so good in Switch. Choo Choo Rocket, <sighs> like hard, Sonic man. Adventure, Original Fantasy, Crazy Taxi, Fantasy Star Online, one, Original Crazy Taxi with the original music and advertising. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 now has its microtransactions in um, only on PS4 though so far they don't seem to be live on Xbox just yet um, uh, but people are not reacting well to it yeah I've got a story about that later as well but yeah basically you can skip skip deals with it in the progression it's, okay. it's pointless but <laughs> yeah. anyway uh, Trusted Reviews has uh taken down a Red Dead Redemption 2 leak story obviously that's come out way before like Red Dead Redemption 2 was uh, was out. Did so they not get fined a million dollars so or yeah, something? They, they basically settled out of court for a million pounds. Um, Which means that it was a, a real leak. <laughs> yeah, so it was a real leak. Cause some, somebody must have broken an NDA somewhere. Like they, they, Someone's broken the law there. Because like, even all these YouTube videos come out with these fake leaks, they don't get yeah. fined or nothing because it's all no. crap. Or, or like they've they've heard stuff and they've even if they've heard stuff and sourced it correctly and stuff like that, that's fine. But um, somebody here's broken an NDA, whether it be yeah. the website, like Trusted Reviews, or the writer that wrote for them. Um, so they've had to, like, they've basically settled out of court with Rockstar for a million pounds, and Rockstar has donated that settlement to, to charity. charity. They don't, they don't need it because they just made like a billion pounds, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Like, and GTA million... Online. Ah, <laughs> like we make that in ten minutes. Like, yep. give this to charity. Which, all right, fair enough. But like, it's kind of annoying that like. Because, I mean, imagine we, like, wrote a fucking news story and somebody, like, tried to sue us for it. Like... Yeah. I mean, a website like Trusted Reviews, okay, they can... Maybe they can, like, support paying out a million dollars, a million pounds, which is a lot of fucking money. And We'd go to a jail. big, big website. Like, yeah, we would just... They'd be like, oh, you don't have the money? Right, cool. We'll, we'll, repossess, we'll repossess your car, your house. And, like, yeah, you still don't have enough? Right, jail. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> that's what would happen. Yeah. That's what would happen. Imagine going to jail for like something stupid like that. Oh, you leaked yeah. a Red Dead Redemption two story. Fuck off. <laughs> like, Which by on. the time you're out of jail, no one will care about. <laughs> no. Like, oh, what are you in here for? Oh, I leaked right. a Red Dead Redemption two story. Oh, that game was cool. Like, but wait, how long ago was that? Ah, oh, yeah. ten years. <laughs> yeah. 
Fuck me. <laughs> and it, I was I was planning on buying a boat and a tank and now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe that's what they should have done with this million pounds. Bought a boat and bought a tank and like yeah. done that with it. Give them to me and see what happened. <laughs> yeah, um, but apparently the leak was like basically about the features of Red Dead uh, Two and like that it, its multiplayer mode might have battle royale on it and stuff like that. I would assume that that's correct. Then if like if they went to this stuff, yeah. So looks like that's probably true. I want the mode to be called Too Many Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Diablo Switch uh, came out and uh, the Amiibo did the Amiibos actually come out? No they didn't so the, December they, they've showed off one of the Amiibos which was the Luke Goblin which however I found out after this right it looks like a Pop Funko and the box even looks like a Pop Funko and later on that day I don't know if it's in the same chat but it's a it's, it's a repaint of a, oh, an existing figure from Diablo which was a green version of the Luke Goblin it's the same figure painted red on an Amiibo base yeah, which is kind of a bit shit because I think this is the first time they've done this with Amiibo. They've obviously yeah. had loads of these kicking about or they've still had the moulds. They're like, what can we do from a Diablo Amiibo to like, yeah, tie because, in for this? Oh, here's this because, mold. Like, yeah. there's so many cool things they could do, like Diablo himself, the big devil or something like that, you know, but nope, we're going to give you um, the loot goblins that you randomly see in dungeons and... Like, Why? Like, I mean, I've never played Diablo 3, right? So the Loot Goblin means nothing to me. Like, I right. don't remember. You know the wee Goblin and Golden Axe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, that would make a cool amiibo. That's a bad analogy, but that's basically <laughs> what it is. It's like that. You know, you can hit it and coins will fall out of it. And it'll right. try and escape. Hmm. To be fair, the actual amiibo looks cool. Like, I'll give them that. I am going to get it. Like, I'm not, cool. Even though I'm criticising <laughs> it, I'm going to buy this. Um. Okay. Uh... Grim Fandango is now out on Switch. They stealth released it the other day. And no <laughs> one right. cared. And no one cared because uh, I mean it's that's in a PlayStation a Plus game. game. Like and also yeah, it's not a good game. It, it you can play it with the original controls and it's like tank controls. It's horrible. People love it though. Like it gets good write ups online, but it's I think it's one of them ones like it's a nostalgia thing. Like and it's games games press as well because games press are nostalgic for it. Yep, gives it good write ups. <laughs> like that's what it is. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go might apparently be the final time that uh, Junichi Masuda uh, directs the main series. Which is a shame. He's probably made enough money that he doesn't need to do it anymore. Well, I'll just fucking retire now. Then again, maybe it's just because he's stressed with it, like the Smash Brothers guys that quits after every Smash and then a few months down the line. Uh, I'll do it again. Like Daniel Craig after just making a James Bond film. Didn't want to do it again. <laughs> now he's doing another two. Yeah. It's like, once this sells enough, Nintendo will give you a paycheck and go look at that buddy and you're gonna go yeah I'll do another one I mean the guy that does uh, like Smash Bros like he's said that a couple of times like oh I'm stepping away now he's said it since the game <laughs> he's, he's come back like every game alright um, this one though is his the... final time the ultimate yeah. time and he's doing everything in it and he's already came out and said yeah I might do another one yeah um, there was uh, BlizzCon as well over the weekend and there was a few things announced at it so far so there's a new Diablo game called Diablo Immortal on phones we've both Which pre-ordered it I will say right now I'm looking fucking forward to it like I think it's cool but then again I've not played I think I played Diablo 1 maybe like but I don't like I've played Diablo 3 I had it on the Playstation played a lot not a lot of it but I played bits of it and then um, this got announced and I'm like yeah I'm, I'm into that but the internet didn't think the same as me Andy are you? No, people fucking hated it. Like, yeah, they went mental. Like, but I think from what I read, said, yeah, they've already said though they're working on Diablo Four, so 
Yeah, but what I read was it was because they thought it was Diablo 4, right? It's because, like, the FMV... It's not FMV anymore, is it? The CGI trailer. Yeah. <laughs> like, the CGI trailer looked so good that everyone went, oh, my God, this is a first look at Diablo 4. And then it was like, it's a mobile game. After the cutscene finished, and everyone went, ah, ah, ah. But <laughs> I, I kind of get it in a way. It's like, I'm looking forward to New Splinter, so you know how much I've been growing about it. Like, there's still nothing about it. I guarantee year at E3, but at this stage they might as well hold it off with the new consoles I doubt they will, I think it'll be out next year but um, hmm. because Assassin's Creed might have taken another break, who knows, but like uh, and the division's out at the start of the year um, that would be like them turning around going look at this, and it's like Sam Fisher back in action it's like a cool CGI cutscene of doo, 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 like the goggles on everything yeah. on mobile I would be <laughs> like, you, you, you bastards I would be I can imagine. So, because I'm not Diablo fan, well, I, I like it, but I'm not a fanboy. I'm not like into it. Um, then I, I can't comment. I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, this is pretty cool, and I guarantee a lot of folk that aren't Splinter Cell fans might go, yeah, it's pretty cool. Please Splinter Cell Mobile. Do you know what I mean? And I guarantee every one of these fans moan and will still download it because it's got a proper story to it, and it's set between two and three to link the stories. Everyone will play it anyway. Like this must be out soon. Do you know what I think? This year, maybe. Yeah, yeah, this will be this year. Like, uh, Next few are, weeks. are quite fast with stuff like like this when they announce it, like Hearthstone and that. I'm sure when they announce that, yeah. So I, I reckon that's about it soon. I was actually surprised that it wasn't like available now or available like tomorrow type thing. But yeah. Um, as well as that, uh, Destiny Two is now free on PC until the 18th of November through Battle.net. No one cared. I mean, I added it to my like to my account. Like, maybe I'll play it one day. Probably not. I've got it on PS4, I got it on Plus and didn't play it, so and there's trophies there. That says so everything about that game. <laughs> yeah. if it came I'm to less PS4. likely I'm less likely to play it on PC than I am on PS4. Like and I already deleted it from PS4 to make space, so Yeah. They need to really rethink the Destiny 3, but they won't because they're always gonna make their money. Yeah. Um there's a Hearthstone <coughs> expansion uh, which got announced uh, I can't remember what it's called, something about trolls. Um, Actually you got... downloaded Hearthstone the other day because I got into my Blizzard account, Andy, again. Nice. But, uh, the, the the expansion got leaked from a website doing a story about uh, the game Scum and a penis in it. A penis story in Scum. <laughs> and it apparently included like, something work? about... I don't know. Like The website had something in it about, about Hearthstone. Like, it was obviously a press release designed to go live after the announcement, and they accidentally published this article in oh. this like on the bottom of it <laughs> and people obviously went oh here's this thing but I just thought it was amusing and it's a good excuse to say the word penis um, <laughs> but the, uh, the, the the bigger news is that uh, Blizzard is also remastered in Warcraft 3 oh yes like I don't care like if this is PC buy this game again I love the old Warcraft game I'm not talking World of Warcraft kids Warcraft 2 that's my jam <clears throat> like I remember I, I jumped through hoops to try and get that working in my PSP because it came out in PS1 uh, to get that wrong and it works horribly because this is definitely a mouse game um, <laughs> I, I, I want this the only console I would buy this on is the Switch mm-hmm. Warcraft 3 was so good man like I never finished the full story but like I, I love Warcraft uh, not World of Warcraft it was okay yeah. but like these original Command and Conquer fantasy style games look time like absolutely love it like, uh, these ones are before they became, like, too complicated. Like, see, once you get to, like, Total War and, like, some of the new, like, strategy sim-type games, like, they are really, really complex. But, like, Warcraft and, like, Starcraft, like, those series, they're 
just complex enough but still easy to get into. Like, once you start getting really into it, like, uh, the, the meta of the game and stuff like that, it becomes really complicated, but the, you can pick it up and start playing it, no bother, and, and total novice can play it, no bother. The, the other big news to come from this, obviously, is that um, Dota was, like, a fan mod of... It's now its own thing. Um, do you reckon we'll get a Dota remastered then, on top of this? I think we will. I think... <laughs> Or Dota three might come out based on this engine. Who knows? But like, yeah. I don't like Dota. Like it's, no. it's like no, I mean, I don't. What are those games called? Like they're, they're awful. It's like you know, um, Team of Four. It's a MOBA. MOBAs, yeah. Fuck off with MOBAs, man. Like, but <laughs> there's a big market for them. Esports loves them, but um, yeah, Warcraft three next year, I reckon though for that. And they didn't mention any platforms, but PCs, an obvious no-brainer. That's what it's going to be. I think if they don't at least try and get a version of one, then that's a mistake. But that's my opinion. Hopefully, um, this uh, what we just came out, Diablo Three sells well enough mm. for them to go. Oh, there's a market here, and then they get Overwatch out first, and then they go. Oh, and Warcraft Three's coming too. I'd, I'd be like, level, I'd I'm level so Warcraft happy. Switch. I want to buy Diablo Three just so they make Overwatch. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, like um, Warcraft Three, like and Overwatch, like Overwatch is a no-brainer because they went from saying it wouldn't work to, yeah, we're looking at ways, we're looking into it, like mm. it will work. All they'll do is they make the graphics a wee bit less. It will look like you remember how they done Super Super Smash Brothers on the 3DS. It, yeah, they just cell shaded it almost like to an outline. Just do that because there's only one game mode. I'm quite sure if Paladins works on it, hmm. that can work. The one I'm surprised about that's not in Switch that I'm not really bothered about anymore is PUBG. It's I've got it on my phone. Why? Why is it not? In, I've never played it on my phone after I, I installed it. But like, why? Um, why is it not in Switch already? I think maybe they're looking license. to get to PS4 first. Yeah, I think it's a licensing agreement. We'll talk about that just very mm. shortly. Um, okay. Uh, Sega have announced that they are making a Sega Heroes, which is a match three brawler coming to mobile. Yes, game. yes. Uh, and I've I've pre-ordered it. I've pre-ordered. You've pre-ordered it, and uh, it's funny because like it's got some like interesting characters in it because you've got like the guy. I think it's the guy from Shinobi. You've got like Axe yep. from Streets of Rage, the dwarf from uh, Golden Axe. You've got Sonic and Knuckles and like a few other like characters in it. So uh, the lassie from like Jet Set Radio and the Super Monkey Ball. I, f- I forget what he's called, the monkey. But like cool. I mean. Yeah, I, I don't like match these. I'm a Sega fan, all so. right, but I'll, I'll definitely play it to try it out. And same with all these mobile games, I'll delete it within a week. But yeah, um, the guys that are making Dreams Media Molecule remade Little Big Planet inside Dreams. <laughs> and, well, what? <laughs> and it looks just a lot like Little Big Planet. Like, it it's really strange. Like uh, I don't even know what this game is. Like I think with this game, they should essentially just give it away free with PlayStation 5 at this point. Like, as a day one. Like, everyone has this. Because I think that's the only way that, and like, I'd sell parts of it. Because I don't think anyone wants to buy this game. Because what is the game? Just you make make other games? I don't want yeah. to do that. Like, that doesn't yeah. sound fun. Like, I, I didn't like making levels in Little Big Planet. Some people did, but I can't imagine that there's a whole, like, millions and millions of people that want to do that. Like, people, people mostly bought Little Big Planet to play through like a fun platformer with stickles like that's what they played it for yeah. um, and okay you could make levels in it but most people made like made levels just for a laugh they made one or two levels and they, the final fantasy one remember i downloaded that, that yeah somebody like 
yeah, like some people got really into it and made cool shit in it and like really good games and stuff like that. But I'll just download theirs. I'm not going to make one. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to make any levels in it. And like, if that's all Dreams is, making your own stuff, I'm not interested at all unless it's free. Um, right, moving on. Uh, apparently YouTube is going to launch on Switch next week. Finally. Yeah, I suppose that could be handy. Yeah, I mean, it might as I'm well. I'm not fussed at this point. So. Like, at first, when they announced it, Amazon, I was like, oh, my phone's got it, my tablet's got it, my TV's got it, my Xbox has got it, everything's got it around me. I don't need to have it on the Switch, but then I do sometimes put my Switch down at night to pick up my tablet or my phone to watch stuff on YouTube, yeah. so that eliminates that hassle. Great, I suppose, like, good. I don't know why it's not already on it. Like, it was, it's... It's on my Wii U and my Wii, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, YouTube should really be on every kind of like smart device day at this one. point. Like, yeah. like, yeah, and it's surprising that it wasn't the other day. One. I will but say I haven't missed it. I haven't missed it. No, I, I have. I haven't really had that use case ever where I've went, been playing on Switch and went, oh, I really need to watch a YouTube video right now. Like, I, I think do, I've ever had I do that. a lot. Like, the only time I've the only time I've had it has been like, oh, there's a new game up. Oh, I wonder if I can watch a trailer, and I'll just be in the store and I'll be like, oh, I watched the trailer in the store and it's there. So I haven't like had the situation where I want that. Yeah, there is a back doorway of there was a back doorway yeah, of doing it was, like yeah. yeah because I think it's when you send into Wi-Fi. Yeah, you can do it through the. There's other ways you can do it as well. Like you can do it through yeah. the browser, um, but it's kind of like convoluted to actually get into that browser. The browser isn't really there. So a YouTube app common makes sense and it should be there. Um, the Super Crown and the. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, which is a terrible title, <laughs> um, doesn't transform any other character apart from Toadette. So Toadette it transforms into Peachette, which had the internet going crazy about like Bowsette <laughs> and like other characters. Um, but if any other character picks up the crown, they just get points. It doesn't do anything to them. Fine. The MLB The Show 19... Uh, cover star got released. <laughs> you a picture of this, and you said it's placeholder artwork, right? But it like, is, it's because he's not signed to a team yet. Like this guy on this cover, like oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it looks like a cover for like I don't know, like a beat 'em up or something. It doesn't look like a baseball game, which is really weird because he's not like playing baseball and he's just wearing a hoodie and holding a baseball bat. Like, All right, it's like is this days gone? Like what's going on? But uh, MLB is not a game for me. At all, um, there were uh, people talking about like how uh, Diablo Four uh, was going to be announced at BlizzCon, and then Blizzard decided to pull it. But Blizzard have come out and released a statement saying that they had no intention of uh, doing anything to do with uh, Diablo Four at BlizzCon. So the sources were wrong, apparently. I mean, people might have got mixed up when. Like these sources might have got mixed up when they saw that there was this announcement of Diablo Immortal coming. And yeah, it was referred to internally at some points as part of as like the new Diablo game or something. I don't know, but yeah, Diablo Immortal sounds fun and I'll play it. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two is continued to sell strongly, and uh, I know you posted the uh, the top ten later on in this, but um, it is in this article as well. Um, it had the uh, strongest second week. For uh, UK sales of any game this year. For what? For Red Dead 2. Okay. So, uh, and uh, previously it was FIFA 19 had the like, biggest second week on the market. Um, so Red Dead 2 has done, done better than it. It's not really surprising considering like it's 
been well, well reviewed. So, like, a lot of people have picked it up after the initial three day window weekend. <laughs> um, like me, I didn't buy it until the Monday, so my sale will be included in this one. And I think a lot of people will that after the buzz kind of came out around it. Um, as well as that, uh, Football Manager 19 came in at ninth position, and uh, the other new releases, Call, Call of Cthulhu, came in 27th. Uh, Diablo 3 came that up to 15th with obviously the new release of the game on Switch and uh, the game which is called Teiko no Tatsujin Drum and Fun uh, didn't get into the top 40 at all on Switch <laughs> which is uh, basically like I don't know if you've ever played this but it's a game that comes with a giant drum controller no obviously <laughs> I haven't played it <laughs> I've played it on the GameCube. I played it at Play Expo um, last year, and it was a lot of fun, but weird, really very strange. Because it comes with like um, one drum plus two big sticks, and you sort of hit the drum. It's very reminiscent of Donkey Konga. Mm. That's what it reminds me of. It's a party game like that, and really to get the f- most fun out of it, you need two controllers and two people sitting on the couch. So it's an expensive game to get into. So I can see why it didn't do that well. That's going to be a rare one down the line. Guarantee it. Yank. Yeah. So the full top 10 is uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at 10, Football Manager 2019 at 9, Lego Harry Potter Collection at 8 because it just came out on Switch as well, uh, Crash Trilogy at 7, and Eurogamer are still doing a weird thing with their uh, titles. Somebody's like, some interns playing jokes here because at number 6 is Assassin's Creed Orangery. <laughs> <laughs> like, like uh, and then number 5, Spidey Man. Okay. Um, number four is Forza Horizon 4, 3 is FIFA 19, um, 2 Call of Duty Black Ops 4, and number one, Rootin' Tootin' Cowboys 2. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay. Um, I would expect Red Dead 2 to be top till Pokemon comes out. Pokemon will go top, and then Pokemon will be top probably to the end of the year. Yeah. And I don't, because I don't see Smash even like week one top no. on Pokemon. It'll come in at like two. But you'll see Red Dead in that top five till the end of the year. And probably the rest of those games will just sit in there and just slide down slightly. <coughs> um, right, so that's that one. Um, Warhammer Chaos Bane um, got announced that it's uh, coming to PC, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One in 2019 and not mobile phones. They made a kind of joke at the expense of Diablo, which I thought was amusing. But, I mean, it'll probably be shit. Like you said, because <laughs> most yeah. of these games are, haven't been great. I tried to list off like a few that were good, and <laughs> I couldn't. I got to like two or three, you know, like, oh, okay, I'm out. <laughs> um, Rockstar have come out and said they're uh, working on patches for Red Dead to address some of the uh, glitches in the game. Specifically, the, there's an issue with the camp where some of the characters disappear, and it means you're locked out of doing certain side quests. Uh, Road Redemption. Is coming to the Switch. Uh, sorry, it's out now on Switch, and it's basically like a spiritual successor to Road Rash. Cool. Are you going to get this? I might do, but I might wait for a sale. Yeah, I'm not in any rush to play a Road Rash game. I never really liked Road Rash. I preferred Super Hang On. And even at that, I don't think I'd want to play a motorbike game at this point at all. I'm <laughs> not interested in it. No. I'd rather play the motorbike mini game from Final Fantasy VII again than play any of these games because it's the same type of thing except the Final Fantasy one's shorter 
and more concise and more fun because you're playing as Cloud. Um, okay, the uh, former Sega president has come out and spoken about the Mega Drive and uh, basically said that it was created to beat Nintendo. It totally was. Like, that makes sense. And especially when they got into the mascots and stuff like that. Like, Sonic was created to beat Mario. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, because they had Alex Kidd and Opa Opa from Fantasyland. And mm. Alex Kidd wasn't really that good. But let's drop in manuals here, right? Obviously, we talked a few months ago about the NT, the Super NT that was made by Analog, remember? Yep. yep. So... Um, they announced, obviously, that they're doing the Sega version. They said, we couldn't do the SNES without doing the Mega Drive. They obviously started with the NES as well. <clears throat> and these guys have done such a good job. They've used hardware to recreate a SNES because they were fed up of all these, like, emulated versions coming out, which, for me, like, I've I've had a few of them. I've got the Mini NES, Mini SNES. I've got the Mega Drive AT games, like, the HD version, the original version. <clears throat> They're, they're okay. Like, I, I even see the problems with them. Do you know what I mean? Like, some of the sounds weird. It doesn't, not compatible with every game. These guys obviously went, nah, fuck that. We want it to be looking good. We want it to be HD. We want this. So they got the parts. FGPA based. Apparently, it's mind blowingly good. I watched uh, Digital Foundry do a version for the Super NT versus the, uh, the Super Nintendo Classic and another version i can't remember what company there's another company that makes a kind of like emulated console which does it better than the snes but they said the super nt comes out on top every single time they even compared it to an original snes and they said obviously like you can't compare it's not fair to do the hd and even the the you know the scan lines and stuff like the the super nt does it that good that it's very difficult to discern the difference between the two when viewed in hd monitor so it's it's the way like you the, the way they advertise it is you'll never need to buy it because obviously this plays the carts. But here's the one thing. Aye, that's aye, so aye, aye. Wait, 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 wait. Do you know the way? What are you talking about? You said it's the way. All right, yeah, okay. So like, <laughs> uh, so, so like, uh, I'm I'm not a Nintendo. I'm Sega, and I always have been, always will be. It's just that's what's ingrained in me. As much as I love Nintendo. Look at, most Nintendo consoles sitting here, as I've just said, but like uh, they they done the second one, and out of the box it comes with the Master System cart adapter, and I can that's my childhood there. You can also attach it to a Mega CD, and they've said that at the moment it doesn't, but they're working on if they can get their cartridge adapter to work with 32x, they will absolutely make that happen. If they did that, then that's a dream come true because 32x isn't cheap to get a working no. decent decent one by itself and the games are expensive enough anyway but if they can release this they said the price point is going to be around ten dollars i don't believe it but i'm happy to pay about 50 quid for it and i would definitely buy that down the line um so my wife was going on about christmas presents i was like i don't know i'd already pre-ordered like um who's it retro bits doing the sega branded mega drive controllers mm-hmm. i'd ordered two of them anyway from hd one because obviously i'm preparing to play tanglewood and xeno crisis soon and uh, I wasn't really excited that I didn't have an original Mega Drive anymore to play them on. Mm. And now that this is coming in March, I'm like, Xeno Crisis has been delayed to like spring next year anyway. Tango with a doubt it's going to hit this year at this stage on Mega Drive anyway. These are the perf- this is the perfect thing for me. Mm. Um, the- here's the kicker, Andy. 
sure, it doesn't have the 30 that'll be nice. And yes, I'm going on and on about playing the original version, blah, blah, blah. And I will. I've got a Mega Drive collection here and planning and buying a lad and stuff. It's got an SD card slot on the side as well. Nice. <laughs> so any games that are totally out of print, totally like ridiculous price to buy, which to be fair for Mega Drive, it's not really. Um, you you can. You, you could side load them on if you really wanted to but like I'm not I'm going to try for the most part to source these games now like Aladdin Lion King Donald Duck like all the games I used to have and the cool thing about Mega Drive is nine times out of ten I would say the box copy is going to be a better quality no matter where you get it than the Nintendo because Nintendo used cardboard boxes for all theirs whereas Sega used their uh, plastic boxes and they for, tend for to most be most of the games yeah apart from Sonic and Knuckles right and I still regret the day that I was working on Irving and I mean perfect, Andy. I not even a white fold on the corner of Sonic and Knuckles came in. I sat it in the shelf, and then by the end of the day, I talked myself out of it because it just one of the ones that just came back was compatible. And downloaded it anyway. I was like, I'm not spending forty quid on it. Steve, without a flinching, grabbed it and went mine. And see now, thinking back to it, I will never see a copy of Sonic and Knuckles that looks that good. Not a crease in no, this box, not. Andy. Not a crease in it. The instructions were still there. The inside box, you know, the one that's usually ruined even with a good box, was mm-hmm. perfect, like still sturdy. And the the there was the, the cartridge itself was flawless. And I'm like, I really wish I'd dropped the 40 quid on that then mm-hmm. and just done it. Because to get one of those in that quality on eBay, the guy the guys that you sell these usually know what they've got and they're like, mm-hmm. nah, I need big money for this. So yeah, anyway, I got the Sega SG, it's called this one. Right. And uh, it's it, I got the I went for the USA edition. I initially had the European. They're all the same. They come with like a multi charger that's compatible. I'm guessing it's going to be like one of those where you slot in the plug bit, you know, uh, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got a USA American. You just choose the color. So they've got one with a two white bits in the front. That's the European one, which mm-hmm. I didn't really like. Uh, they've got the red and the white, which is kind of Mega Drive two and Mega Drive one for the USA. Uh, they've got red and blue. Um, this isn't the colour of the console, by the way, folks. These are all these three are black with it's just the front button, the mm. front, the, the wee squares in the front. Um, they've got a white version as well, which um, go, looking on YouTube, people talking about it. A lot of folk are hyped about the white version of it, but I'm I'm very not. Um, no, I wouldn't want a white one of this at all. Yeah, yeah. The red and blue looks nice, but I decided yeah. the red and white um, because that matches the controllers that I'm getting because they've got the red start button, but the white writing from Sega. So. Mm. I cannot wait to open this, man. Like, I definitely will be doing an unboxing for this and the controllers. Um, and see, just to sit there on my telly house and play, like, Tanglewood and Xenocrisis and then, like, Aladdin and everything, obviously. And, like, some of the music in, that I've played on this HD Mega Drive, it's been like, why Why does that sound like that? Like, mm. it's not right. You've prob- you've had experiences with them before, no? Yeah. And it's, yeah, like, it's, before, it's worse than the old one. Like, don't get me wrong, this AT Mega the part it looks cool it looks like a mega drive one but it doesn't it's it's almost glitching like digital foundry done the whole video you know of the comparison of like gunstar heroes i think it was mm. on each of the consoles and see on like analogs every single time it just it almost looked like a remaster of it you know like as if somebody done like a, a retro title these days you know like sonic mania or like uh, the, the yeah no worries they've done um what do you call it um can't think shovel knight and stuff like that like they look as nice as that those games which clearly wouldn't run on a 16-bit console um but yeah i cannot wait for this don't get me wrong it's a crazy product but i i believe you're you're if 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 you're a retro gamer like myself i don't consider myself a big retro gamer but yeah you, you will not need another mega drive after buying this one 
this is the one. And plus the fact it's got the master system compatibility. Um, I, f- I found it more difficult to track down the master system titles than the Mega Drive ones, um, which is really strange. But then add some really obscure master system games that were well, not obscure by such, but they're not in copious amounts of anyway. Um, but yeah, I, d- I definitely need to track some of those down. There is a Game Gear compatibility as well for those listening, and they're planning doing for the SG. What was it called? The SG One. Is that Sega's first console? Cannot remember. It's getting late here, and I'm getting tired. But like, yes, they're they're doing like cartridge adapters that plug in, and I'll let you play the other consoles. But for me, all I really need is the Mass System Mega Drive. I don't think I'll ever get a Mega CD. But like uh, the thirty two Xs definitely snap up, like one hundred percent. So yeah, cannot wait for that. Comes out in March. Um, Analog is the company if you're looking them up. And they did a really cool advertising sort of thing where it was the the console wars are back when they announced this Sega SG because the Super NT is already out. Now, the design in these are really cool. They're like bigger versions of the... They look like they're slightly bigger than the Super Nintendo Classic, the official Nintendo one. Um, But they're they're NES when they're done. Just that, that, that device looks horrible. It looks like one of those, um, it's not a third-party console, but lesser-known brand consoles that came out like in the 90s that no one really bought. That's what, that's exactly what it looks like. Um, I was just saying, Andy, that the size of them, like in the advertising, when they, they announced this Sega SG, they're both, yeah. sorry, uh, they, they, they said the console wars are back, and I, I kind of like <laughs> the way they marketed it. And the, the, they are like premium-looking kit, man, like they're... They're really nice looking. You've probably you've seen the website as well. Like the, the, yeah. the whole thing looks good. But like I was saying, for me, I'm not too fussed about like the SG One and all the original Sega consoles like pre mass system like compatibility. But it's nice they're doing it. For me, I doubt I'd even use the Game Gear compatibility. It's got the Master System cartridge with it. Mega CDs there if I want it. The only one that I would go ahead and buy is the 32X. But mm. if it doesn't happen. Really, I'd be buying the 32X one and then spending more than the console's price on one game, and that's Knuckles Chaotix. <laughs> like that's the only one that I would really play. To be fair, um, but yeah, uh, I can't. I cannot. Absolutely cannot wait for that thing to come out. Nice. But anyway, yes, move on with the news. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, yeah, so there's uh, another Wii U exclusive game coming out. So the Wii U is not quite dead just yet. Um, called Sinister Assistant. Great. Moving on. <laughs> like, no one, no one cares about that. Um, yeah, so the NPD numbers revealed uh, some of the best-selling N64 and Game Boy Color games from the mid to late 90s. Like, what? <laughs> like, why is this coming out now? Uh, so the top-selling uh, N64 games... Top, the top The top 10... Let, let's was, try and get uh, Okay, right, go... GoldenEye. So you, have you read this article? No. Okay, right, so... Okay, yeah, GoldenEye, number two. Uh, Super Mario 64... Number one. Ocarina of Time. Number four. Mario Kart 64. Number three. So I've got the top four locked down. Yep. So I've got <laughs> six, six left to go. Um, Majora's Mask. Um, nope. Wow, okay. Um, Wave Race 64. Nope. Mm. Diddy Kong Racing. Number nine. Donkey Kong 64? Uh, yep, number 6. So... Hmm... Kirby... 
Kirby 64. I don't think that's not No, no, not Kirby. Nope. Kirby's not in it? Nope, Kirby's not in it. Can't think, man. Rogue Squadron? Uh, no, there is a Star Wars game on the list, though. Is it Shadows of the Empire? Yep, Shadow of the Empire, number 10. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a good game. Podry, uh, oh, is, is, that means there's no Star Wars Episode 1 Racer, is it? No, it's not on there. Oh, that was such a good game. <laughs> um, can't think, man. I'm out. So there's, only three, there's only three that you're missing off that. and One of them, uh, number five, Pokemon Stadium. Of course, Pokemon Snap's probably there too. Uh, Pokemon Snap is not no, just Stadium. Wow. So, I mean, Stadium was Stadium was cool because you could like came with that. Plug the that Game Boy yeah. You could, yeah, you plug the Game Boy games into it, um, and then you've got uh, Star Fox at number seven. Ah, of course, yeah. Uh, and then number eight was uh, Super Smash Bros. First one. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. I don't know why I didn't get that. Yeah, um, right. So let's do the Game Boy Color then, doing the same thing. So try and get <clears> the the top ten Zelda now- games. Okay, is can you read the list? Is is this the DX only, like Game Boy Color only games, or does this include Game Boy games like Pokemon Blue and Red? Um, so it's Game Boy Color only. Right. So Link's Awakening DX. Uh, yes, it doesn't say DX here, but yes. Yeah, that is one. Okay, so Turok Two DX. Number seven for that one. Um, right. No Turok. Um, Harvestman. Oh, Game Boy Color, man. Hmm. <laughs> there was very few games that just came out for the Game Boy Color. Are you sure these are just Game Boy Color games? Pokemon uh, yeah, yeah, Red and Blue, Pokemon, Pokemon Yellow on it. Pokemon Crystal Red, Blue and Yellow are not there. Crystal is there at number five, yes. Pokemon Crystal, so I've got two. Link's Awakening and Pokemon Crystal, and they're low yep. down. What would the outsold them in the Game Boy? Mario Land 1, 2, and 3 was the normal Game Boy. Yep, Mario Land's not there. Yeah, because they're not Game Boy Color. No, man, I'm I'm out of that quicker and I love my Game Boy Color. <laughs> um, so there are five Pokemon games in this top ten. Oh, of course there is. Silver, <laughs> Gold, Crystal, yep. um, and the other two. So yeah, Silver, Gold, Crystal, Pinball... And a trading card, silver and gold are number one too. Um, yeah. Super Mario Bros. is number three. Oh yeah, they released the original NES Mario yeah. Bros. Um, uh, Super Mario Bros. Del- yeah, um, so uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Ah, Dark Jewel is at number six. Wow, okay. Well, I didn't expect that to be there at all. Uh, Donkey Kong Country at number eight. Oh yeah, and, um, Donkey yeah. Kong Land was the Game Boy, Donkey Kong Country was the SNES one, wasn't it? What? Uh, I mean, no, that's not true. Donkey Kong Country never came to the Game Boy Color, Andy. Donkey Kong Land did. Well, it says Donkey Kong Country here, like on this list. Is this in America? So it might have been called that in America. Mm. Obviously, Star Fox was called Lilith Wars over here, so. Yeah. Um, I am, um, so yeah, Donkey Kong Country at number eight. Maybe it was Land over here, I don't know. Um, and uh, Pokemon Trading Card was at number nine, and then Zelda Oracle of Ages at number ten. Oh, that's weird. The ages is there, but uh, this what was it? Ages and seasons was the other one. Uh, yeah, Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons. But yeah, that was interesting. We should do that with the top ten every week. Just see if you can guess it. <laughs> yeah. What the British one? Okay, yeah. GTA Five, uh, FIFA, um, Forza Four. Yeah, I think uh, it'll be more fun to read it that way. Let's do it that way next week. <laughs> okay. So you don't read the top ten? 
I'll read the top 10 and you can guess it. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft has come under fire for spamming I'm children. A, I, with... I will say, though, that I did very yeah. good. Well, not you did well <laughs> on the N64 there, yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, Ubisoft's come under fire for spamming children with Just Dance subscription messages. This is when you're playing Just Dance 2019 Kid Mode. Yep. Um, and they're trying to shouldn't have these. To their subscription service. Yeah, this should be locked out of that. And Hi, Ubisoft, kids. Pay more money. Yeah, Ubisoft has responded and said that they'll take it out. It, is, it should be noted that it doesn't. this doesn't affect the European version of the game. Um, in Europe, it, this doesn't happen. See your parents' magic card? Just steal it. All we need is the last three numbers on the back. Yep. But in America, it is an um, we already spoke about Diablo 3. Uh, PUBG has been confirmed now to be coming to PS4 in December. And a little PUBG, too late. <laughs> yeah, it's still way too late for that now to, for PS4. Um, however, like... That's one Microsoft definitely capitalised on. Like, at yeah, the time. I mean, well, PUBG's kind of died off a good bit now. But still, people still do play it. But uh, there was another uh, PUBG announcement as well. And it is that you're going to get costumes in it for Joker and Harley Quinn in a crossover with Suicide Squad. The movie that came out two years ago. <laughs> two years ago, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Good timing, PUBG. You're definitely on the button. You've got your finger on that trigger with what the kids want. You're going to I mean, die a slow death by the end of this year. Yeah, so if they did these two moves two years ago, this game would be bigger than Fortnite. Like, right, yes, guaranteed. yes. If but, they launched within the first month, they went, see that new... Guess what? He plays Joker yeah, and, and, if it's, and if it was on PS4, like at yep. the same sort of times it came out on Xbox or before, then it would be much bigger than it is now. But yep. yeah, like at the point it's at now, yeah, it's. I mean, Fortnite had an Avengers crossover. That's a bit bigger yep. than Joker and Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah definitely. Not, not, fair enough, Avengers got it spot on. It was just before the movie came out. But this is for a film that's like basically going to be an ITV at Christmas. <laughs> yep. Um, just so, uh, anyway, uh, we'll stop there with PUBG. Well, yeah, we there's a couple of couple of bits to, to just mention here, like news things. So Xbox backwards compatible we've got two more games, Tom Clancy's End War and Hawks. End War and Hawks were cool. Do you know why? Because you can control the entire game with your headset and it worked. So we're interested to see how well that works on uh on the Xbox One with the port. Uh, and just the last piece of news was that uh, Microsoft's been teasing stuff to do with their uh, announcements that are coming at the weekend. So they're doing this XO... XO18. 18 event, yeah, which is happening in, in Mexico over the week over the weekend, just coming up. Um, and they've given us a kind of teaser of what's been expected. So they're teasing that uh, PUBG is going to get big news, as well as uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider's uh, The Forge expansion. And there's going to be some new updates for State of Decay 2. Initially, when I read this news, I'm like, okay, maybe that ties into Game Pass. So, like, I would I would imagine PUBG's going into Game Pass. like Or exclusive Killer Croc skin only on Xbox. <laughs> no, PUBG's going to be in Game Pass. Like, I guarantee that's going to Game yeah, Pass. Yeah, that's a total... So they can give the finger to Sony. You're just getting it, we're giving it away free. Yep. Well, yeah, free that's... subscription. Yeah, that's going to Game Pass. I mean, like, PUBG's not an expensive game. Like, I bet like, that was written in the deal. We get a year's exclusivity, and once it goes to PlayStation, it goes on Game Pass. I bet you that's what happened. Yeah, because, I mean, they'll have seen, especially since Call of Duty, and that's come out, and Fortnite being big, something like that. They'll have seen it drop off in players, and <laughs> adding it into Game Pass will boost that back up, and hopefully uh, the game will be packed Slightly, good again. but what's most folk so, going to ask for at Christmas? PUBG or Call of Duty? 
Or Especially at this stage. Can I get Fortnite? Well, they are actually this year released. I know. The, the versions and the crazy thing is, I'm sure we did the campaign, which seemed like it would be justified, but doesn't they don't. The campaign, you're right, it yeah. doesn't. It's just V bucks and an exclusive costume, and it's like and a card. It's a card. It's not even a disc. <laughs> yeah, it would make sense if they released this physical with an actual cart or disc and had the campaign on it, which they're yep. trying to still promote. Like, yeah, I mean, it says to me that they're moving away from that. Like, that's going to be gone. <laughs> what, the campaign's going to be gone? Yeah. The campaign never came to the Switch version. Yeah, exactly. So, it's going to be gone. Um, but it's weird, like, that Forge thing, the expansion. Because, like, initially when I read this news story, I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. Like, it, you know, it combines with the Game Pass guys counting down to, like, big <laughs> announcements. So, like, PUBG, yeah, that makes total sense for that to go into Game Pass. And I was like, Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Like, imagine if that went into Game Pass. It could. Like... I mean, it could, but it's the fact that they're they're pushing this Forge expansion thing, talking about that, leads me to believe that they won't do that. So I don't think that will go into Game Pass. And updates will stay to K2, who cares? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I tried it. I can say I tried it. I didn't. I tried State Decay 1. <laughs> I didn't lot like it. <laughs> State Decay 1 was rotten. This one's... It, hand, it plays better, controls better, but it's hmm. so... It's, you'd need to get four people that were willing to play this game when there's so many other games that are better out yeah. there. Um, and yeah, there's a Mario movie coming in 2022. Yeah. The Despicable Me producer. Cool. And that's that's been talked good. about for years. But yeah, yeah, PUBG and Switch. Do you think that it will come to Switch and it's just a case of Sony have went, right, we've been waiting long enough, just let us have it. And Switch will get it next year. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I reckon that they, yeah, they had an agreement obviously in place with Microsoft to have it there first. It's now been there for a year, give or take, because um, it, it came out tail end of like last year in last early year, access. Yeah. So like, now coming to PS4 now, at this sort of time, yeah, that's a year's exclusivity basically. Um, so yeah, I could totally see it once they've uh, got up to scratch with the development on the PS4 version, they'll have probably switched to a Switch version. Yeah, and it'll be like a slightly, and not quite the full console version, not quite the mobile version in between, a bit like Fortnite I mean, is. See from playing PUBG recently on yeah. Xbox, like, this Switch could fucking run that, like, surely, there's no problem. If it can run Fortnite, it can run that. It's the same, kind of like, it's not cartoony or that, but like, in terms of the, the graphicalness of it, like, it's not. The graphicalness. The graphicalness. Like it doesn't look good, so yeah, Switch could run that no problem. There's way, way better looking games on Switch than that. I remember the time where we didn't think Call of Duty's blackout. Uh, I'm now calling Battle Royale more blackout. It's that ingrained <laughs> in me. There was a time where me and you slated this game, mostly me as well, but you did join in, and we both said that this will never knock Fortnite off. There's no way this could possibly do that to Fortnite. I, I reckon it can. I don't think it's going to kill Fortnite, but it's definitely going to kill PUBG. Yeah, I mean, they're going after, like, a different market, like Call of Duty. Call of Duty's yeah. going after the PUBG crowd. And, like, from from me, from, like, really, really enjoying PUBG, what I played of it, like, Call of Duty does it better. Like, the shoot mechanics are better, the graphics are way, way it's better. faster. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's not fast-paced, it's kind of still slowish paced which... But shooting and movement is faster. Yeah, but it kind of sets it somewhere, like, in terms of the speed of it, like, between... PUBG and Fortnite, which is like just a sweet spot for like the type of yeah. game that I want to play. See, see playing Fortnite now that all the kids are it's all about building, whereas I prefer like Call of Duty shooting and killing. Like I played Fortnite the other night and I'm like, 
uh, I, I, I'm too old for this game. Like, I'm no good at Minecraft yeah, yeah. anyway. And these guys are like building massive sniper towers within the first few mm. seconds. And I'm like, I barely know how to knock down a house and pick <laughs> up the wood. And I'm like, right, what they're doing? Then I have to stop and stand at my inventory and select it. And they've got this fast build stuff. And I looked up how to do it. And I'm like, I don't have enough fingers to build this and shoot at the same time. Yeah. Played it. Guy builds a sniper tower in front of me, hides inside it. He built a house basically and sniped me outside of it. And I'm like, what? And then another one, a guy built around me and left me in this fucking box. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? And then I knocked through it and he built like two layers all the way around me. And I'm like, this is just piss annoying. So I'm just going to wait in here. And he obviously was, I could, I could almost think about him laughing. Mm. And he knocked, he knocked it down and just shotgunned me in the face. And I'm like, I'm not sophisticated enough to do this. It's half building, half thing. Being. I've got a cool skin for it as well. The Galaxy skin that came on my phone. But like, mm. I can't play this game. But like, Blackout, I'm not. I'm not the best player at it at all. I'm not even really that good. I, I have fun with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a important thing, isn't it? Yeah, we've had some good matches in it, but like, I, I definitely do better at Call of Duty Blackout mode than I do in uh, Fortnite these days. Like, when Fortnite first came out, I was fine, and nobody would really build that much. And Maybe I was just in the wrong servers at the wrong time, but like, hmm. seeing these guys build these elaborate constructions, just like, built, and I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck? Like, no, 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 no. Can't do you know what? I, I was watching like uh, a couple of videos earlier on of like there's a guy on on YouTube called Mister Beast, right? And like what he does is like he'll go on to Twitch streams and he'll like donate money to people, like big amounts of money. And yeah, Marley was talking about how many he changed yeah. the Fortnite player's life because he challenged them to a game of it. Yeah, yeah. So like what what this guy would do is like, and he did a bunch of these like Fortnite videos where he would go on and he'd be like, right, if you if you can win this game of Fortnite solo, um, I'll give you like ten grand. So like, and there was one he ended up giving this guy like seventy grand, like seventy thousand dollars, because he won like a game of Fortnite. What is he like, a millionaire that just likes watching people? Well, he must he must have a good amount of money, and obviously he like makes a lot of money off of the YouTube videos, like because they've got ads baked in them and all, and all that sort of stuff, and like they're all like, sponsored ones and stuff like that as well. This guy has ten million subscribers on YouTube, so right. like okay. he's he's all right. Like he's got this money where you can just go like, like this is how I make my content. Like I've got this pot of money, and I go there you go. And it gets millions of views. Like these videos have got like 10, 20 million views, like that sort of thing. So and it's to see if this person can win the game and it's making him money while they're watching to see if the guy wins. Exactly, yeah. And like obviously he'll probably make that amount of money off of this video if it's getting millions and millions of hits. Because people watch that. I, I'm sure I'm sure he talked about uh, when Modern Warfare Massive guy was about and he offered two of the big Call of Duty streamers from years ago. Like I can't remember, it was like crazy money, like £30,000. If they would do a 1v1 match again, hmm. famous Call of Duty, well, in the Call of Duty, hmm. in the Call of Duty community, I just enjoy the game. And uh, Marley was saying that he offered them £30,000 to play each other again, but they were that bitter about it. They both said no. And then no. one of them agreed to it, and he tried to get the other guy to agree by saying, it doesn't matter who wins, we'll just split the money. But the Mr Beast or whatever his name is found out about it, called the whole thing off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But the um, but but like what I was uh, talking about with that was that uh, it, it, obviously I've seen a bit a good bit of like late game in in that video, and like the guys doing the late game shit, like they are just building and building and shooting and building mm-hmm. and shooting, and you're like, holy fuck! Like they're building so quickly, like it's absolutely unreal that they can do yeah, that. I like, can't think that fast to build I that way. I tried to build like a wall around me once in the game, and I'm like. 
it took me a good five minutes to, yeah, <laughs> to do it to build like, a wall <laughs> just a wall and these guys are building like some mad complex Crazy structure and know exactly what yeah. they're doing and you're like because <laughs> that's that, I've seen videos like that as well two and they're both building the tower higher and higher because obviously the higher up you can snipe and they're trying to snipe each other and they're just missing and the towers are both like even and even it was almost like a building competition more than anything yeah. and then the, the, one of them fell off and that's how the other guy won <laughs> but yeah I mean fair play to those guys that can do that and like win that game but yeah I'll never play Fortnite again <laughs> like if that's what it's like when it gets to late game no 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 I, I mean Call of Duty is hard enough when it gets to late game yeah. without having a fucking building mechanic in it we got to second in duos, yeah, and in and in quads. I got to fourth last night in Fraser and Michael. I'm just saying. Nice. <laughs> and do you know what? They were slating me, slating my tactics. I went to mean new tactics, and I got to fourth. And they still kept slating me. And I'm like, oh, that's not how you should play this game. I think they were just both pissed off because they both died and had to watch me. And Fraser was like, at least thirty centimeters into the storm. And was like, come back and rescue me. I'm like, I, I, no. By the time I get to <laughs> no, no. Uh, sorry, you're you're a goner. And Michael died before him. But see, because I was doing, you know, how I always usually go ahead of everybody, and that's how I usually end up dying. I am, um, I was well ahead of them, and I got to firing range, and I killed a couple of guys, and then I, uh, I heard them getting shot at, and I'm like, oh, they're too far away to go back to, and they both died, and I ended up uh, doing my circle game, you know, edge of the circle into the toilets, mm. waiting there. I got to fourth. And like, nice. like, I, I don't thank me guys, but seeing the next game, pick it up a bit. <laughs> they were raging. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, did you did, have you played anything else like apart outside of Call of Duty? Yes. Uh, well, I did. I did play like Call of Duty. Obviously, um, we played uh, we played some modes last night that Fraser and Michael are not so good at, which is weird to find. But Michael's kind of on par with Fraser playing. I find. Like, he's not as nervous about jumping through windows and neither's Fraser and Blackout, whereas me and you don't like even turning around to make a noise. <laughs> um, very different players. Um, I find sometimes I'm more successful playing my Andy in this game, just me and him, because we think alike, and our, our way of playing like that we came up with kind of works for us, whereas they're more run and gun, and they do end up getting a lot more kills, but we don't survive as long. Um, and when I'm with other folk, I end up running ahead. But uh, yes, I did play a few other games. Um, didn't play any Cowboys this week, uh, just because simply the day after the show, I just needed to play Call of Duty again. So I've been on that most nights. Um, still not any better, but yes, we played them um, Domination and Hardpoint, and that's obviously like capture the base or capture the three points. Right. They're not very good at that mode. <laughs> they don't like it. And I was getting raging. There was at one point where this team was just totally beasting us, and I was like, "Well, apparently we're getting beaten by a fucking professional Call of Duty team here because they were like all over us. I mean, like jumping shotguns, mm-hmm. like camp uh, camping at our base, and like just taking all the bases, basically playing with us. And even Michael and Fraser couldn't survive that. But then we get into another mode, and it was more even for a change because they're on a higher tier than me and you, I would say, in this game anyway. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say they're like the elite of the elite. They're not like one or anything yet but they're, they're, they're better than us um, uh, the team deathmatch they're usually above me but in this the, no it was more even and I won a couple of them well beat them two in a couple of them but like um, yeah it's weird it's weird seeing them in different modes and not not doing as well but yes uh, I did play a couple of the games I actually got a couple of new games Andy because um, oh, nice. I've got my training come up and it looks like I'm going to have to fly instead of getting the train 
and to be honest, taking the train, I don't really want to be logging about so many bags that because basically, even though my PS4 is slim, I don't want to be walking about in London with PlayStation 4 in my bag anyway. Mm. And yeah, it's just not practical. And then what if the TV's like one of those on the wall, you know, the pull-out ones that's too high to get an HDMI cable to? So yeah. I'll be taking my Switch. So I'd been talking about it for long enough. I wanted to because they had it the cheapest. And I even said to Fraser and they went... No, nah, we did have copies in, but apparently they are sold out. They're sold out in Argos and Air. They're sold out for delivery in Argos and Air. Hmm. Tesco's didn't have any in. And I actually asked someone to pop over to game today. And yes, game didn't have any in today in Air. So they would be getting some in tomorrow, I believe. They said okay. there's some delivery coming. But it's been more popular than I think. But then again, when this, 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 this has pushed the sales up to like the top 15 for that game, hmm. it must have sold quite a bit on Switch. All the reviews say it's good on Switch and it's the perfect place to play it I just ended up grabbing it digital that's how I was going to go for it anyway um, yes <laughs> this game's great man um, you can play it by yourself there's a campaign mode, there's an adventure mode you've got all the DLCs that come out for it um, the story in this is I'm a warrior guy and you've been fighting the hordes of hell like I never played Diablo 2 but some sort of comet has crashed through the cathedral mm-hmm. and you have to go and investigate it you're just like a travelling barbarian who's waiting for his next big fight sort of thing. Basically Drax. Imagine Drax. You can Well, that's the character. There's like six or seven different classes you can go. I'm sure they've got their own things, but I'm this wandering, axe-bearing guy. Looks a wee bit like Geralt from The Witcher. Right. Um, so, it's kind of like... Is it isometric? It's not quite isometric. I don't know the way... It looks like Marvel no, no, I, I would say it's isometric. You're, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of that sort of view, but it's close up. It's well, medium camera. It's not like high up, like Command and Conquer style view. But like, uh, you you've got the quest, and I had to go and investigate this thing by going to catacombs, taking out guys. The combat it just feels nice on it. It just really feels nice. It plays well. The quick, the hot keys or quick keys or whatever they're called to get the stuff because obviously this is a PC game originally. Like they work absolutely fine. Um, graphically, it doesn't look like the best game I've ever seen in the world but it's functional enough like mm. don't see any dips in frame rate really even when I've been surrounded by monsters um, the upgrades are cool I've got like an Aegis hammer is it an Aegis hammer it's some style of hammer that's like right. my, my special move once I build up enough fury which is when you punch and you get this and obviously this is just the barbarian style class that I went because I always tend to start these games as a like just the basic warrior guy mm. and um I ended up rescuing the guy and then he wanted me to find his stuff so I started finding his stuff and along the way a wee warrior started following so I've got this partner and I kind of like him can't remember his name but I found him in a dungeon and he was like help me find my stuff and he's like okay let's let's do this together I'm like hmm. alright and the stranger's kind of just kicking about the village he's like go and find my sword I'm like I don't like your attitude like I'm not even from this village yeah. so I went into the fields of misery or something like and it's good because every place you go to, Andy, and it's games, it's got a fast travel. Mm. Like, back to, well, it's okay. It's not like always where you want to be, but it's in the general area. Sometimes you have to wait a bit to get to the main area, but they're, they're there. Um, I haven't tried all the modes because I only got this today, um, but you do get the Ganon armor. The way it works is it transmorgs, which is a way of like, you know, you, in this game, you can make your sword look like armor, mm-hmm. but it's still the sword underneath. So basically, what you do is 
you go in with like a helmet and you you pay. I think it's fifty thousand. So it's not unlocked straight away. To unlock the whole site, you need three hundred thousand. And I'm like level level fourteen, and I'm I've not even got fifty thousand yet. So I need to do a lot more side quests, um, which I haven't been doing. I've just been plodding the main story because it's been quite interesting. And you basically transmog your your helmet into Ganon's face, transmog your shoulder pads into Ganon. So you buy it that way, you know, like your boots and um, which is which is a cool. But it just didn't There you go. Uh, you also get a cuckoo pet or whatever it is. You know, the wee chickens from Zelda. Right. You get one of them. You also get a pet that's something from StarCraft that I don't recognise. And you get Mercy's Wings from Overwatch because, like, obviously this has got all the DLC in it. So even, okay. like, the Overwatch DLC is there. So I'm like, oh, I'm surprised that's there because when I got Diablo f- on the PS4, the exclusiveness, I don't know if it was because I linked it to my, my Blizzard account or whatever, but I got Mercy's Wings from Overwatch. And um, I've got them on them, but they look kind of stupid on my barbarian. The thing is, though, you don't want to buy the Ganon set straight away, from what I gather, um, because if you do it to, like, a level 2 sword, like, you can only use it once per character, as far as I know. So if you use it, like, straight away, you go out and you, like, grind and you get 50,000, and your level 2 sword's Ganon sword, that's it. So you want to wait to, like, the later game, because you can transfer your character to like adventure mode and use them there as well so that's kind of like the after game stuff that you usually unlock by finishing the campaign but it's unlocked from the get go here so you don't need to play through it to get to the good stuff as they say <laughs> but um, I haven't tried adventure mode yet and I never unlocked it on PS4 so I don't know what it's like I'm kind of hoping to start that once like yourself gets it or somebody else gets it to play with I know you you do want it but I don't think you were getting it day one but it handles really well obviously it's night and day between this and the PlayStation 4 like say the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro will make this look superb but it's functional enough and the way I'm looking at this is like Warcraft 3 would definitely work in this console mm. there's there's no way it would and um, Diablo's like it's a game that I've always kind of had an interest in but it's, the first two were only in PC maybe one was in the PlayStation was one of them in the PlayStation um PlayStation 1, I think it was, yeah. That Whatever one that was, that's the one I played. I never played Diablo right. 2. So that's how I obviously got to play that. Um, but this this one's perfect for the Switch, and it'll be absolutely perfect for going to this um, training down in London for the week. Um, nice. So, yeah, I would highly recommend this game. Like, full content, there's nothing cut back. Like, obviously, you're going to take a dip in the graphics, but it's nothing that makes it go, oh, um, it obviously looks better when it's docked from what I hear but I don't even know what my dock is in this house the switch is now just my handheld um, so yeah uh, the, the crazy thing is though that even though I've got a Blizzard account I didn't need to log into my Blizzard account to use it it's not cross platform or anything um, you can only play with switch users which is strange um, but yeah there was no like log into your Blizzard account like Fortnite had obviously the Epic account and stuff so that was kind of a strange one yeah. So uh, I don't I don't have a clue why that didn't occur. Um, but I did get another game, Andy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it was down to thirty bucks on CD keys. So it was like brilliant digital copy, cheaper than physical, even by a couple of pound. I got Dark Souls. Oh, on Switch. Yeah. Oh, nice. And I think I was just too hyped. I just wanted a couple of new games to play down there. And I don't know if games I could finish off like Skyrim and stuff, but I wanted two new ones. And I've never played Dark Souls, as you know. I've only ever done Demon Souls and what was the other one? PlayStation. Yeah, Bloodborne. 
Bloodborne, yep. And I enjoyed Bloodborne, didn't really enjoy Demon's Souls, but Dark Souls always gets a good write-up. Um, I know it's going to get hard, but so far I've not found it too bad. Uh, it's just in the first wee bit where like you're undead and it's like travel into the light, travel into the light. I've not got to the main world yet, I'm just kind of in this dungeon. Have you played Dark Souls, yeah? The first one? Yeah, I've, I have never played Dark Souls 1. I've played Demon's Souls and I've right. played Bloodborne, but never the Dark Souls games. Ah, right. So like you're in this sort of like castle thing and you're going about and it's like it's teaching you the mechanics but it's weird it's kind of like it's, it's not like Bloodborne hmm. in a way because that's kind of like got a home hub world this seems to be as if it's going to open up a bit more but it's more medieval feeling right. if you will and uh, uh, there was the straight away like there's there's the blood writing in the floor and it said run and I read it and it's like this big Ares monster style thing okay. I think it was called the Ares and it dropped down and I went to hit it and it took nothing off it because you start with like a broken hilt of a sword and I'm like okay well that's because I went in the night character but I was like okay I'm just going to run to this stone on the left and you go around the corner and then it's like get your shield and I'm like there's no shield here and I go around the corner and there's a skeleton shooting at me and I'm like oh what did I do here and then I noticed there's a wee door on the left with something shining so what you had to do is just wait till he fired his arrow run to the left, grab the shield, and then use that to block and kill the skeleton. So I'm like, I see how this game's going. It's kind of almost a puzzle game as well. So it's like, how do I get past this? And I know the advert and everybody prepared to die. There's a prepared to die edition of Dark Souls 2, as far as I know. And it's like, you will die a lot in this game. Like, So I don't know if it's kind of hand-holding at the start, or I'm just really good at Dark Souls. I'm not, I'm not going to say that. I'm probably going to snap a switch in half because of it. But graphically, it actually looks good. Because remember, I played the beta because I was interested in it. And I was like, huh. But I read more into that after last week's show as well. Because I've been weighing this game up since it got released. And basically, that the, the reason that was the way was, was because it was actually stress testing servers. And this isn't... It's got online features, but it's not an online game in any way. Like, you yeah. can drop in folks things to help them but it's weird the way the online works in this it's the same for the consoles as well not fully uh, uh, Bloodborne was the same wasn't it there's a drop in style mode yeah, but it's yeah there was a drop in multiplayer stuff uh, yeah but it's not like per se I wouldn't class it as an online game even though it has got online functionalities yeah, so, yeah it said it was more a sh- that explained the glitches the reviews for this all superb like yes it runs slow in the PS4 and Xbox but it still runs faster than the original and to have this game handheld is just incredible and see playing it like the game design is really cool man like I did get lost a couple of times because there's no map that's obvious to check mm. um, which is one thing that I was glad about in Diablo I did get lost in Diablo I'm like where am I meant to go because my, my mission marker disappeared but then I figured out that you could pull up the whole map and see the area you're in but in this I got lost because the castle was all grey and I ended up it's kind of sneakily hidden away, so I seen a chip in a wall, went through that, and there's a night line saying that he's, like, I think the problem is zombies in this. I don't know if it's zombies I'm fighting. I don't really get the story yet. It's kind of weird. Um, so I'm just this night fighting this guy, and then eventually, like I said, I got the shield, went through, and I'm like, oh my god, there's a sword, thank god. I got the sword, so I'm swiping through skeletons, and uh, I get to this part where it just says, good luck, and I'm like, oh, so what happens now? And it turns out I had to go all the way back up the top and drop into the big monster that was fighting initially. And I went, oh, this is going to be solid. This is going to be solid. Because the knight gave, gave me my health potions, which your save points in this is a bonfire. 
so you have to go to the bonfire and it rejuvenates your health and gives you your, your five health potions back just now and uh, it said push R to drop down and stab on the head and okay. I, I pushed R and completely missed the monster obviously <laughs> so I'm like oh and I went right here we go and I was worried because I'm like this game's meant to be solid and I only had a hilt and when I tried to hit him the first time like it took like the most minuscule part of his health off but no the broadsword took quite a few chunks like just tried to do a counter because it worked on a skeleton but this thing's massive and the counter would not work Must every time he whacked me because he's got this giant mace he just knocked me over and I'm like right how did I beat him so I just rushed him just rushed at him whack 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 tried to avoid his attacks because like dodging this is like it's not like you, you duck out the road like left or right or anything like that like in Diablo using it as an example push left and he kind of like slides to left slides to right you know that sort of dodge he just throws his body like left right. doing the cha-cha slide yeah basically but like <laughs> in, in, in this in Dark Souls the, the cat just kind of throws his body to the left or right or back or forward and I'm like okay so you're basically belly flopping left right back or forward this is not helpful because you take a while to go off um, so I beat him anyway um, got out of that bit and I'm walking around the edge of the castle, so as far as I know, I'm exiting the castle into the sort of main world. Because are these games open world, or are they kind of? Um, I mean, the kind of open world. It's like kind of open world once you've unlocked all the bits. They kind of all intertwine into each other, but it's not like I would. So it's like hub worlds everywhere. Yeah, it's not traditionally open world. I would say. Right, that's fair enough. But no, like I'm pleasantly surprised by the. Might just be a sort of ah here's that. So look at this. Look here. Mm this and they go out and it's like nope fuck you deal with everything hmm. so I'm excited to see how far I, I like I've, like I said I've, I've played Demon's Souls because it was on plus when I had a PS3 I'm sure hmm. I'm sure it came to plus back then I played it um, and Bloodborne I'm sure I bought that game and I, I did enjoy the game but I got to like the big pink and it like fucked me up so I was like I ain't playing this man um, and I, I hope this doesn't happen with this but I'm really keen be able to see that finished at least one dark game and because uh, like a game like that on Xbox is always going to get Call of Duty pumping out the road or Red Dead once I get back to it I think having it in Switch it's something different that I don't have and yeah I'm, I'm definitely going to dig into it when I'm away don't think I'll play as much of it by next Tuesday I'll definitely have played a, a whole lot of Diablo um, this is when I'm going to kind of save her because um, at the airport, the waiting, and then the bus into London. Yeah, I'm gonna need something. I'm gonna need to take a power bank with me as well. But um, yeah, both great games. Um, personally, if I was to choose the other, I'm gonna say Diablo three for me, just because I am actually good at that game. <laughs> Going by what I'm doing, so like I really like the the RPG skill trees and stuff. And Dark Souls, I'm not really sure what I'm doing yet. And I'm like, this wasn't too difficult, and I just know the difficulty bike like so high don't get me wrong I could have died at the start read the blood stain on the floor like uh, it's a bit like at the start of Bloodborne where like you know you have to die a few times before you get a weapon and the wolf yeah, attacks yeah. you there was nothing like that so that's what kind of threw me off I was like going around every corner I see you playing games I'm, yeah this isn't the same game like no nothing's going to kill me and then when that big thing jumped down at first I'm like I'm here and I stabbed at him I'm like if I hadn't read that in the floor run, I'd have stayed in front of him trying to fight him. Hmm. But I did, I did manage. I don't know if I was just very lucky. Do you know what I mean? So, um, 
We'll see. Is it Jenkins one that you're going to pick up? Because I know you said Diablo eventually. Um, I uh, definitely will, will buy it. That's probably going to be one that I'll look at for like Christmas for me to get. Dark Souls or Diablo? Uh, Diablo, probably. Da- in fact, mm. Dark Souls is cheaper. Like That's the sort of game that I'll just buy like when I see it in the shop. Yeah, yeah. But, but Diablo, Diablo's like, a Christmas one. Yeah, because Diablo's like 40-odd quid. Like everywhere I've seen it, like for the physical version, which I was need to, to buy the physical one. Um, mm-hmm. But with uh, with uh, Dark Souls, like I've seen it for like like thirty. So like after well, discount, it's like twenty five. So I think C- I buy that one. CD Keys had it for thirty nine, like thirty one pound. That's yeah. fine. Oh that's yeah, that's, fine. A great, that's a great price for it digital. But obviously, I can't buy it digital. So oh, there's no point in me buying it digital because I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Digital, so I don't need to buy it twice. <laughs> no, that's true. Because you are collecting Switch games, but yeah, Diablo is definitely one you're going to enjoy. It. Like the campaign mode, it can be played. It's 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 advertised as different modes that can have co-op. Like you can play co-op on the same screen. You can play co-op mm. two switches next to each other. You can do it online, but you can play through it yourself. So far in campaign, I've been finding like so. Um, def- definitely recommend it. I'm really enjoying it. I just really hope Warcraft Three comes. Like Overwatch, I think. Well, Warcraft 3, like, even if they go and cause remastered, wouldn't work we just, the original Warcraft 3 nice. and 1 and 2, that would be nice but yeah, Diablo 3, there's so much content to it and they have barely scraped the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg because like, yeah. I only played like a couple hours today, um, and I know there's so much to this game, like in the seasons, it's currently season 16 so at the start you get like classic normal hero, which I chose, seasonal hero, where it refreshes every year and like you, you can earn seasonal goodies and stuff so um, there's like loads of menu options and obviously it's got every bit of DLC in it like see for the price like I don't mind paying that still premium price when this game's that complete a version do you know what I mean and when I'm seeing like Diablo fans on YouTube saying this is the version they would recommend for players like myself and you or like this is the version they will now be playing from now on that's a big statement for them to say that so yeah and I'm looking forward to unlocking Ganon but I'm going to wait until my weapon is a bit higher than, like, within the first two hours level. I don't want to be stuck with Transmorph on that. Hmm. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, what have you been playing, Andy? So, yeah, I've played uh, I've played a few things. Um, there's a few things that I've just played in brief. So, first of all, I played uh, Castlevania Requiem. Okay. So, this is, like, it's basically a straight port of Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood with a menu. That you can select which game you want to play. That's all it is. There's well, nothing that, that. So Rondo of Blood was released on like one of the old CD consoles, like not PlayStation One. Like I think it was Turbo Graphics or something or other like that. Awesome. Yeah, something like that. Um, and I've never played it before. But the this one's like a port of the PSP game. Um, so it's like it kind of reminds me of like the. Do you ever play Castlevania on the NES? Do you ever play the NES Classic? Yeah, yeah, I So it's, it's very similar to that, and it's, like, very much in that kind of style. And I did not enjoy this whatsoever. And the weird thing is that it's got, like, uh, it's got voice acting, but it's in German. <laughs> okay. Like, all the voices are in German, which, right, okay. <laughs> and there's no way to change it. Like, right, I guess it's just that's the way the game is. But So I didn't really enjoy that and, like, the way the way I played that. But I played a bit of Symphony of the Night, and it's really good. Like, uh... It's a game that I've never played before. Like, I never played it on PS1, and obviously, like, it's fucking expensive as hell to buy these. You're talking, like, 200 quid for, like, a, a box copy of that game at this point. Um, but, yeah, so, like, this was, like, 
15 or something like that for the two games, so it's well worth it just for Symphony of the Night. Like, I wouldn't bother with Rondo, but uh, Symphony of the Night's it's fucking really good. Like if you if you like like Metroidvania type games, then this is like the original fucking Metroidvania game. Um, but I've really enjoyed playing it so far. I've only played like an hour or maybe two. Well, of it. it's the original Castlevania game because. Well, no, I mean, there was Castlevania games before this, like Castlevania on the... On the yeah, but there was Metroid that. before that as well. So yeah, 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 oh, absolutely. But the, the, this is, if you like Metroidvania games, like Super Metroid... This is this is this, the originator. And this is the one that you want, like, this is, it's a really good game, like, it looks absolutely beautiful. Um, it's just a straight port, they haven't done any, like, up or anything like that to it, it's just, it is the game that was on PS1. Just ported over, but this it's one has. It's always in like best games ever. Yeah, but this one has like voice acting and stuff like that, and it has like rendered cutscenes and stuff in it. Which I mean, they don't look as good as they used to, but like when you think of it as like a PS One game, like it looks really good. Um, but yeah, all these kind of like retro throwback games, like Shovel Knight and stuff like that, like these type and uh, Axiom Verge and things, these are all inspired by like this and uh, Super Metroid, and like this is absolutely brilliant. Like really enjoyed playing a wee bit of this game. Like I'll, I'll get back to it because obviously, like like you say, it's included on all these like top games of all time lists all the time. And I can see I can see why, even though I've only played like maybe a couple of hours of it so far. But yeah, I really cool. enjoyed it, and it's like it's actually got like quite a lot of like RPG mechanics. So like you've you have to like pick up weapons and equipment and stuff like that. So uh, I'll get more into that over the next wee while. It's not going to be a game that I'm in any rush to complete, but I, I wanted to have this. Like so that I can say, okay, yeah, I've played that game, and I do want to beat it so that I can, <laughs> so I can go, okay, yeah, I've played that game. I see what the hype is, and it's still not better than Final Fantasy VII. Um, I also played through a game called Jazz Punk, which was a kind of quirky, like three D puzzle game. Um, but it was a really easy platinum. Like I finished it and got the platinum for it in like hour and a half, and it was all right. Like, we're not cutting changed, into so. the B team again, are we? No, no, the times have changed again, so we're fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're fine. Uh, we're not, I, well, I don't want to go too much longer. To no, no. Um, so there's only only like two other games that, that I played, so, uh, sorry, three. Um, well, I did dip into Spider-Man briefly, but just to go around and pick up the a couple of the trophies I was missing, because for some reason, the uh, you know, you do the uh, the missions in Doc Ock's lab? The wee, yes. Like... I don't know what you call them, like the kind of mini games. I was sure I'd completed all those, but I didn't have the trophy unlocked for it. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? And like, I went into Doc Ock's lab and it only let me access the tablet. And I scrolled down the list, right? I've completed all them. And I went to go to the computer, which is the other, the other one with the mini games mm-hmm. in it. And like, it wouldn't let me click on it. I'm like, oh fuck. Like, it's just clutched out on me. But like, I just went out of the area and then went back into it. And then I could look in at them. And then once I basically scrolled down the list, then it, the trophy popped because <laughs> mm. I'd I'd beaten them all already. But for some reason, just I hadn't like scrolled down the list, and that makes the trophy pop apparently. So, uh, so I, I was glad I got that and it wasn't glitched. So, and I went and paid my respect to Ben Parker's grave to get the trophy for that. I couldn't find that at first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <clears> I just I just looked up where it was, and it's like, oh, it's like North Harlem. I'm like, okay, cool, that's fine. Went and did that. Press triangle to pay respects. Did that. That's fine. Uh, and then I've played a bit more Red Dead Redemption 2, probably uh, maybe only a couple more hours of it, so I'm maybe like, I don't know, 10 hours in, something like that now. Um, and 
although I've uh, I've tweeted a few times about the glitches and stuff like that, and I'm actually enjoying the game. Like when uh, when there are no, and that's what's frustrating me about these glitches is that I want to get on with the game and like find out more about the story and stuff like that. And I keep hitting these like glitch walls. And I'm like, oh, there's this thing has happened. Um, but I I really enjoyed playing poker in the game. Like there's a mission where yeah. I had to go and like stand in for another guy who was playing poker. I fucking loved that poker game, man. It was brilliant. It's probably the best poker game I've ever played. Like, poker video game. And I've played quite a few of them, but, like, this one was amazing. Like, I don't know why. So it should be a well game uh, Red Dead poker. Yes, 100% I would play that. And, like, I would like to just be a poker player in this world, but I don't know where else I can play poker. I, I imagine there's a... Uh, yeah, I imagine there's a few places I can go and do it, but I've just not gotten got around to doing that yet. I did buy a horse in the game. Which cost me $150, which is a hell of a lot of money in the game. It's a cheap horse these days. And I named it uh, Ammo, is my, the name of my horse. Um, and if your <laughs> horse does die, then he's dead and you have to go buy a new horse. And you have a carry yeah, that's, saddler. That's why last week I had to restart because Janelle died. Mm. So, like, what, what I've found that anytime when my horse has died, like, I've pretty much just died after that. Like, because it's usually when someone's been shooting at me. It's like, oh, your horse is dead. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just let them kill me and die and then your horse just respawns I'm like cool that's fine so you just respawns next to you you don't need to... I'm more concerned about the monetary cost of it in the game like because money seems to be very hard to come by like at this kind of early stage in the game like when I'm raiding a yeah. corpse I'm getting like a dollar like, remember there's the glitch still just now if you go in um, yeah but I, I don't really office. want I know no, but I don't really want to glitch it like because I do Make want to play easy. the game yeah, I do want to play the game how it's designed to be played, but it it is a slow grind to actually get money, and um, I want to get enough money right now to upgrade uh, Dutch's cabin and then my cabin, and uh, and then do unlock the fast travel thing, um, so that I can move about the world a wee bit faster. So, but there's a lot of like it's hundreds of dollars to do that, so I need to make a bit of cash. So, but yeah, like looting people is, doesn't seem to be giving me very much money at all in the dead and like I was playing last night I did a mission and I went round and I'm like okay there's a load of bodies here all the other people had gone away and it's like I'm just going to see if there's anything kicking about here that I can use well, that's what he yeah. says like, in, the, in the story mission I'm like okay cool that's fine went around started looking people and then it's like witness unknown suspect I'm like oh there's somebody looking about here but I couldn't see them so I just continued on like looking and then it's like some guy spotted me and they're like, oh, wanted for murder. I'm like, oh, so I've now got a bounty in that area for whatever it was for killing. Like I don't know, there was like twenty bodies there. I'm like, oh, it's, it's a bounty like hundreds of dollars. I'm like, okay, well, I'll not go back there for a while. So the, I mean, I think if there was, see, if there was microtransactions in this game, I would say that it would be really predatory. Like if you could buy like the dollars in the game with real world money, but you can't. So like it just this seems to have been put in to slow the game down even more. Yeah. Because that does slow you down, like when you're going about areas and you're getting chased all the time by like bounty hunters and the law and stuff. And you have to pay off your bounty, or like I, I don't. Can you see if you kill the bounty hunters, does your bounty go away? I wasn't quite sure. No. No. Right. So. It gets worse. It's like a one rating in GTA. Yeah. It's like because money's hard to come by. Like the bounties are really annoying because <laughs> they always have people coming after you. Um. And that well, impacts. You, you basically, what you have to do is. Because it's only when you, unless you've done something really bad, if your bounties like mega high, those coming after you in the world, 
but like what I noticed about Valentine is I kept like running over folks' dogs and chickens mm. and bumping into folk. Um, if I go in the town, they would start either if it was a low bounty, the sheriff would ask me to leave, or he would like point his gun at me and I would have to pay it on the spot, go to jail for a night. Yeah, the cutscene. Um, but if they get you out in the wild, they just kill you. Um, so the post office is just outside the town. So the best idea is go in the post office and pay it first before you go and do any missions in the town. Right. Like, um, but I haven't, like I said, I haven't played it this week. I, I, I do lie, I have played Red Redemption 1. I played that one night um, waiting for coming on COD, uh, or was it you I was waiting on, I think? Yeah, and I played, me, yeah. I played some poker in that as well, and I'll say the poker in that was really good as well. Like, I won three hands in a row. Nice. This is actually really good, because they were reacting to what I was doing. Like, they weren't just, like, uh, calling me and everything. Or folding and like I've seen some poker games that just don't. But this this felt really good, so it's obviously kind of that. But I haven't played poker in Red Dead Two yet. Well, that's weird because I've only done like I'm only doing yellow missions. I'm not doing any white ones. And like the yellow missions are like the main kind of like quest missions. So like that was one of the like quest missions. It was the the preacher it was like I had to go and find him, and he was drunk and he was playing poker and he passed out. And I oh no, it's, you don't have to do it. Oh, you don't have to do it. Okay. No, I chose no. I said I'm not playing with you guys because there's two oh, options okay. in this game. I just went no and I left with them. Yeah, because I did want to play poker. I'm like, oh, poker? Yeah, cool, I'll play poker. I expected it to be like a daft mini game. But no, no, it was a full-fledged poker game in, in the game, <laughs> which That's I was very surprised about. Which it was, re- And I really enjoyed that and I want to play more poker. Nice. Um, but yeah, like, like I say, I have a, a lot of glitches, but I'm still enjoying the game. So it'll be one of The those question is, I'll... even with these glitches, do you think you'll get it online to Fraser and awesome myself. Um, I think it depends what the online mode is and like well, it's good. what it is. Okay. So I, I need to wait and see you what can, it is. You can kind of summarise. It's not. I can kind of guess what it would what it would be. So, but I mean, if like 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 we saw with like Call of Duty, like you guys got it, and then I was like, oh, you guys are going to be playing this. Like I'll get it to play it with you because it'll be fun. Like it's fun even if Call of Duty wasn't a great game. Like it would still be fun to play together. Yeah, thankfully it is good. So, um, so yeah, it might be one that I'll I'll pick up on Xbox to play the online. I won't play the story mode again on Xbox, so definitely not. Um, so I played two final games. Um, so one is the Quiet Man, which came out um on the like first yeah. November, I think it was. Um, yeah, it was like a Thursday release, which is a strange day to come out anyway, but um. I was wait like I was really excited to play this game because it's like an FMV game because it's like live action stuff mixed in with gameplay and all I'd seen what with of it was the uh, initial E3 reveal trailer, which to me it looked like it was going to be a full fledged game and uh, and I would have guessed that it would come out in 2019, but Square announced like a few weeks ago that it was coming out like in November. Oh, okay, holy shit, That's, that was quick for like an announcement and like the game being out. And then I saw that the price point was coming out at like tw- £11, £12. I'm like, right, okay, I'll, I'm going to buy this game day one. And I decided at that point, like when I seen the price, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to buy it day one, don't need to look anything up about it. So I played the game. <laughs> and, uh, I beat the game in one night, like the day it came out. And uh, yeah, this is a weird game, right? So basically the premise is that you play as a deaf character. And so your character can't hear anything. Doesn't hear. Oh, anything. that's that game, and then the yeah controversy because once you finish it, the sound. Well, no, you actually don't because they they're not patching in the sound until next week. So that patch is not out yet, so you can't do that yet. 
and um, once that patch is out then yeah you'll be able to you'll be able to do it but you have to play through the game first in silence and then you unlock like new game plus mode where you can play through it again with sound which would give you context to what is actually happening but i can kind of summarize what is happening in this game for you because it's very fucking weird but like the game starts off and there's sound right which i was taken aback by because i thought i was playing as a deaf guy but there's like characters that talk to you and you can hear them and there are subtitles for what they're saying that are, last are you daredevil no you're not daredevil daredevil's blind <laughs> i kind of thought you were daredevil as well but no um, and that lasts about the first two or three minutes of the game so you can hear the characters talking and then as soon as you get into a fight the sound goes and you don't hear any sound from that point until the end of the game there is no more sound in the game and i think it's maybe like three hours long um now the problem with that is that it's difficult to understand who the characters are and what, what their motivation is for stuff because you're like playing as this guy the quiet man and he's going along and beating people up but you don't really know why he's beating people up and they kind of try to explain it like through cutscenes and the gist of it is that um when the guy was young because it shows flashbacks of him walking along with his mum two guys are fighting over a pair of shoes a pair of trainers yeah, I think they're like Nikes, right? And this is not a joke or a lie, by the way. These two guys are fighting over a pair of shoes and one of them pulls a gun out in the other one and they get into a bit of a scuffle and the the quiet man and his mum are walking past and the gun goes off and it kills his mum and his mum dies, right? And then the, the kid then ends up getting adopted by a policeman who you see kind of later on in the game as well and... um. The quiet man then meets this woman who looks exactly like his mum and then she then gets kidnapped and he goes after a bunch of people to uh, kill them all and he ends up killing the two guys as well who uh, were in the tussle about the trainers that killed his mum. But the girl that gets kidnapped looks exactly like his mum so I don't know if it is his mum or if it is his girlfriend because she seems to be very kind of close with her and he kisses her like on the lips like a romantic kiss but she looks exactly like his mum. And, and I mean I'm sure it's the same actress that's <laughs> playing both these roles so that's fucked up <laughs> so yeah I, I don't get what that is um, and then it ends up being like he goes through fights all these guys kills all these guys and he ends up getting shot by uh, by one of the guys and dying but he then puts on a, a bird mask <laughs> comes back to life as a giant demon <laughs> a giant bird demon and then he's able to kill these guys. And then the bird mask comes off him and goes on his uh, adoptive father, who's a policeman. And he is the, like the giant demon, but then the quiet man manages to beat and kill him. Except then the quiet man also dies. That is what the game was. Uh, and it was really strange and fucked up, um, but not like in a good way. And it was very weird because you didn't really know anything about the characters and there are long long cutscenes in this game like I'm talking maybe like between 5 and 10 minute long cutscenes and these cutscenes are all dialogue based but with no dialogue at all so like it's just people talking back and forwards and there's no subtitles there's no sound I mean you could try to lip read them I suppose but like I couldn't work out what they were saying at all so, like, really, I was sitting there for a couple of minutes and then going, right, I'm fucking bored as hell. I'm just going to, like, look at my phone until until it gets to a bit where I can actually do something. 
<laughs> like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, really boring. Um, the worst thing about it, though, like that, because that's all like the concept of the game. I mean, that's fine if you want to make that your game. That's cool. But the actual gameplay of the game was awful. Like, probably the worst game I've ever played. Second worst after Z-Run. Worse than Thor this game was. Really terrible. Because it's all, like, it's a basic brawler when it gets down to the combat. And you just basically fight the same three enemies over and over and over again. And the combat is really just, like, mash square. But, like, all the animations are janky and really, really terrible. Um, like, any time you'd, you'd get someone into a corner, they would, like jerk away and like there's no like there's no fluidity to it whatsoever like you'd be fighting a guy in one corner and like push a button and then he would sort of like slide across the floor and just like attack someone else there was one point where I got locked into like running fast <laughs> so like he's running about like probably four or five times his normal speed like going like the flash like running about a room which he's not supposed to be able to do like just from a glitch and I'm like why the fuck did I get out of this and like it took me a good five minutes to get the guy to stop running fast yeah, the combat is so, so bad. And it doesn't explain to you any of the buttons and what they are at all in the game. Like, there's, like, a special move that you can do. And apparently it's by activating... Uh, you push, like, L2 to activate it. And I, now I thought it was pushing the two uh, thumbsticks in. Because that seemed to work for me. <laughs> Pressing those buttons. I'm like, okay. Um, and that put you into, like, a special mode where you could activate, like, finisher moves. But, yeah, really terrible game. Do not buy this fucking game ever. Um, like you obviously got access to it through like my account. I wouldn't even download it. It's not worth the bandwidth. It's really terrible. <laughs> like really bad. And like I was excited to play it because it's like, I, like we've been kind of going through some of these FMV games and enjoying them. And this one is so bad. It's honestly, one of the worst games I've ever played. And I can't believe it got past QA. Like it's so broken in so many ways like, there was a boss fight which I, I came up against which there was like a kind of bigger tougher guy and like your normal attacks don't do anything to him I'm like right uh-huh. tried, tried the special attacks he blocks every single one knocks you out with the special like focus mode like, right and and I couldn't work out how to, how to beat him so like, I'm just running around in circles until like I've got him into a corner and just like trying to hit him and he's blocking 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 and then eventually would, there was no like cues or anything to like to give me an indication of when he was vulnerable to be attacked and then eventually he would just sometimes he would take damage I'm like okay <laughs> like he's taking damage right hammer square right okay he's not taking damage anymore run around in circles <laughs> like but yeah really bad game like unbelievably bad what, like I say one of the worst games I've ever played and definitely the worst game I've played this year by miles like so broken and how the fuck Square put their name on this <sighs> crazy be yeah, really bad. Um, so after that, I wanted to play something else that was an FMV game that I thought I might enjoy a bit more. So I played the Infectious Madness of Doctor Decker. So this game is amazing, <laughs> right? Yeah. In, in com- especially in comparison, coming off the back of the Quiet Man. Um, now this game is entirely FMV based, so there's no like you don't you're not controlling a character or anything like that. It's similar to Late Shift. So, like, obviously in that, it was basically like you were watching a movie and doing, like, a choose-your-own-adventure type thing. It would give you, like, a choice every so often. Do you want to do this thing or that thing? Um, this one is set up completely differently, but it kind of feels similar. So, like, you're basically, you have, you're, like, a doctor in a psychiatrist's office, and you've got, like, a, I think it's maybe five or six patients, and you can, like, 
choose those patients and you can ask them questions and basically your kind of goal is to solve the murder of Dr. Decker who's uh, who's died and the patients are suspects. So you're the like their new you're like Dr. Decker's replacement and you need to work out like what their all the patients deal is and work out who killed him. So and it's it's totally like a murder mystery and you can ask the people questions. Now there is like a, a list of like questions that you can ask them that are kinda like preset. But you can also type in any question you want and ask them it. Which is really cool. Um it's not particularly great to do on a PS4 controller to be honest. Because mm-hmm. it, it's fiddly to like fucking type things in. So I found that I would just ask the questions which were there. Like the preset ones. which is fine because they're but it, the game's actually like randomly generated. Which is really cool because you, so you don't know who the killer is. Like, there's no like one person's the set killer. It could be any one of like a bunch of different people that could be the killer. Um, and that's uh, obviously when you start the game, it's it works out in the back end like who the killer is for that game. And it, so it kind of works a bit, a little bit like Cluedo. But the story, I really, really like the story in this game, and like it goes in some really interesting places, and uh, it's really creepy and really really cool and I really enjoyed it like uh, if anyone who's played Her Story I think would absolutely and, and enjoyed that game would absolutely love this like because it, it totally reminded me of that except with a better story um, and it goes some really weird weird fucked up places because you're talking to like really strange fucked up people that have big <laughs> psychological issues and uh, and it's hinted at like there's a lot of like insanity stuff going on with uh, with the characters as well as with uh, the Dr. Decker guy and with yourself as well which uh, it was really clever I thought the, the way they did this game and it totally surprised me com- like coming off the back of like Late Shift into this it is made by a different studio I believe to to Late Shift but it's published by the same people at Wales Interactive um, but yeah I really enjoyed it and uh, like the the characters in this way better than anyone in The Quiet Man and uh I actually enjoyed the characters in this probably more than I enjoyed the way the characters were set up in uh, in Red Dead as well. And I think these characters are better fleshed out than like, even the main protagonist in Red Dead. <laughs> so yeah, really, really liked that one. I don't know if it's if it'd be for you because at the end of the day, the gameplay does come down to you asking questions to these people, and so it's completely story based. Like that is really all the gameplay is you deciding what questions you want to ask them and what answers you want to give to the questions that they ask you back and that determines like what endings that you'll get and if you manage to successfully identify the, the killer but I'm, I'm going to play through it again actually because I want to like obviously get the trophies and uh, and to see how it works if it's a different person who's the killer I did pick the right killer in the end up um, but I got like I didn't guess it right first time I got like one guess wrong but yeah but yeah really really enjoyed that game absolutely brilliant and I played it through pretty much in like one sitting although you, you interrupted me to play Call of Duty but after that <laughs> after, as soon as we got off Call of Duty I jumped straight back into it and like went and finished it off and I was up to like yeah I was up to like I don't know it was like 4 in the morning finishing that game off because I just I was that invested in like the characters and I didn't even want to go and play Call of Duty I'm like oh, I just deal with, like, deal with my patience but okay I'll play Call of Duty but I absolutely loved the game, like, fucking brilliant. I, I think it did come out this year, so, like, this will be on my list for the, for the year for sure. But, yeah, absolutely loved it. Um, like I say, I, I mean, for yourself, I would try it, but I don't know how into it you'll get because it's not, like, quite as driven as, uh, as like, what Late Shift was. 
it's like Late Shift is more like a like you're on a ride and this one's more like a self-driven experience but yeah really really liked it great absolutely great story and they're bringing out another game like this week called uh, The Shapeshifting Detective like the same people so I need, I need to get that <laughs> I think it came out today but yeah so I didn't play anything else cool so we'll finish up there I think stay tuned and have to team. Sorry again guys for cutting into your time last week. Too many cowboys. Uh, me and Andy will be back next week. It looks like, I'll find out for definite tomorrow. Uh, I'll put it on the Twitter. We didn't have a poll position this week but uh, it'll be episode 299.5 as a replacement for the Lost 271. Episode 300 will be the week after. Hmm. 